you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host Sam, and uh, pretty full house that we've got today. Do you guys just want to introduce yourselves? Nathan, <laughs> it's Mike. Sleeping Beauty, um, Chris, oh, Scott. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, whose idea was this? I think I want to say it was Mike's. I think it was Mike's. Mike's idea? I, I think it was mine. Yes, I, yes, I dropped yes. the kernel. Or the, the the conversation started when we were talking about Jet Li movies, I think. And, yeah. Um, and this movie came up. So if this is a bad podcast, it's Mike's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mentioned this a little while ago because I saw this uh, a long time ago and it was something that I really wanted to revisit. Um, Fong Se-yok 2. Uh, now, actually, who's seen this film? I know, Mike, you have. You're Mike, you own it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I saw it probably when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, so 20 years ago. <laughs> I haven't even seen the first one. You haven't seen the first Yeah, because we started at number two. We didn't start at number one. Chris, have you seen this before? No, no, no. No? So, the reason why I wanted to do this film is, to me, this is like Jet Li's take on Jackie Chan. This is him being like a bit lighter, a bit funnier. Um, there's some really dramatic pieces in it, but I this one stands that. out. Yeah. You know, he. I think the the first one, the Fong Soo one, was directed by uh, Wong Jing, our good friend, Mister Wong Jing. Uh, and if you've seen that, then it kind of follows the same formula that all Wong Jing films do. Do you but, think it makes sense not having seen the first one? Do you, do you think I should have watched the first one for context, or it doesn't really matter? No, not really. You just need to know that he's the protagonist and he's got an overbearing mother. Like the exposition parts, the parts you know, the ones where he's what's involved with the Red Flower Society and that—that's touched on in the first one. Okay. But they don't really call back to anything in the second one, I don't think. The first one's a lot more about um, the mother trying to get a, a wife for him. Yeah, and that's it, pretty much the whole whole movie. And then he gets the wife, kind of thing. <laughs> and this one, part two, he gets two. He gets two wives. Hot, hot wives. Spoiler alert! Actually, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I might have seen. Highlights of this movie in like an SBS uh, cult <laughs> movie sort of montage. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember seeing scenes of like him flipping around in the in the water. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, that's a pretty popular scene. I think my favorite Hong Kong action films and my favorite Jet Li and Jackie films are when the heroes are being super cocky, like they're just like I'm untouchable. You guys, you know, you got nothing on me. And this is Jet Li. My iron shirt technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just really, you know, up themselves. And I think in this film, like, Jet Li is very much up himself. It, it, one of the things about that is it's not done in a way where, like, in Once Upon a Time in China, serious. It's, like, yeah. cocky, funny, serious. Not not this, like, super, super serious where, you know, he's, like, he, he really is the best in the world and he's just, like, going to smack somebody arrogance. It's just funny. yeah. You know, not 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 that super serious, and that's where it, it pays off. So this this film is called The Legend Part Two because I think uh, Fong Se Yok One is actually called The Legend, and um, the reason why he's called The Legend is because Fong Se Yok is you know he's like a is he a real I don't know if he's a real character from history. Maybe it's like a generic sort of term for someone well, that was. So Wong Fei Hong was a real historical character okay. and I know that Fong Se... I think Fong Se was a real historical character and he was renowned for being... His mother was a great martial artist 
and his father was a like a, a poet or some kind of you know like historian or something. Um, and he's he's been known for being like a martial arts prodigy. Uh, so the the film kind of like in the in the film Fong Siok One and Fong Siok Two, he's portrayed as this like incredible youth. He's just vibrant. He's full of energy. He knows lots of martial arts. He's like the most eligible bachelor in the world. And uh, in the film, they kind of paint him as this still, you know, growing, maturing young man. That's the impression I got. Like watching this this movie, he seems to be sort of painted as a bit like they call him a greenhorn. He's a bit of a goof. Mm. No one really takes him seriously. And then sort of halfway, he's like, "Oh yeah, he's a great martial artist." And all yeah. the girls want him. It's like, where did that come from? Well, he's growing up. He's growing up. He's you know, he's like an idiot he just savant. Comes out of nowhere. It's like oh, <laughs> boom. Well, the martial arts part and the you know like his ability and his skill. He always kind of has, and I think in the background, it's kind of like a John Hughes film. He's still kind of coming to terms with his, you know, budding adolescence. Mm. Except, Except he, let's be let's be fair, Jet Li looks about thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I looked that old when he did the freaking Shaolin Temple in nineteen eighty-one. He, and he's just an old-looking dude. He's an old-looking dude. He still smiles a lot. Um, but what I'll do, I'll, I'll kick off. The I don't f- think that helps. What's that? <laughs> his smile, smile is like. <laughs> like nasty looking teeth Yeah we said that well, Whenever he smiles He kind of looks goofy It makes him look a little bit He looks goofy And he, he looks like He's been smoking a lot <laughs> Well he has been smoking a lot but That's alright I don't think a lot of people Had very good teeth In this film It's, or in, it's realism for Yeah China. well That's like I said It's period It's period China um, So the film kind of For those of you Who haven't seen Fong Se Yot One It doesn't really matter They open it up With a sepia tone Flashback scene uh, Kind of filling you in a bit Just establishing That it's him and his mum, and they're very close, and he has a wife. So that, that's really all you get from the beginning. And uh, it opens up with him at some kind of celebration, like a New Year celebration, I guess, because there's fireworks and like lion dancing and stuff. And the major players are Feng Siok, his wife, uh, Ting Ting. Um, his mother's not there yet, but he's there in this town with um, Mr. Chan, and Mr. Chan is the leader of the Red Flower Society, which I'm assuming is like the White Lotus Society, but like fictional in this film. Yep. Yeah. Is he the, the godfather? He is uh, Fong yeah. Siok's godfather, yeah. yeah. So I, I got them mixed up. Like a, I, I thought it was the opposite way around. I thought that was Jet Li for a moment. I was like, oh, no, it's not. No, no. So uh, Chan is Jet Li's godfather. And I think because of the events from Fong Siok 1, because um, I don't think that they're really related at all until the events of Fong Su Yuk won, and then he does him a good turn and becomes his godfather, essentially. I'll take you under my wing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened, is he's, he's invited him to the place the place where they're doing this stuff. Yeah. I don't know, wherever it I is. I have no idea where this is located. I I, like, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that if we knew the context, the era, yeah. you know, all that stuff, it would make a lot more sense. Possibly, I don't know. But like a lot of stuff is like, oh, there's the Manchus and... We're against yeah. the Manchus, but not really against the Manchus. I got no idea what's well, going on. So there's an underlying uh, underlying story, which is Chan is the leader of the rebellion, the the Red Lotus Society. And we know this. We know this pretty early on. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, they established this in the book of the yeah. Sacred Box. Yeah, yeah, it tells that he's really secretly the Emperor's brother. That's right. He's related to the Emperor. Well, actually, it's even it's even in the scene we're talking about, at the very beginning of the movie. There's a Buddhist priest who goes. <gasps> Like he reads his palm. Yeah, you have yeah. the emperor's palm. Emperor. Your highness. Your highness. And uh, the thing is, uh, now my impression is that Chan knows this. He knows that he's related. Yeah, he definitely yeah. knows. Yeah. He knows. But and, he he d- did, and he got told what was in the box. That's why he, he sent them off. 
So he knows, and he doesn't want people to know because it will undermine his his position as the leader of the rebellion. Essentially, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, because he's the leader of the rebellion, it's really hard to lead a. Re- well, actually, actually, he probably would do like instead of being like, "Oh, we're going to get rid of the." Oh, actually, I don't know because it's blood related. Like he finds out he's a Manchu prince, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the hand probably don't like that. No. 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 So he's trying to keep it under wraps, but this is all kind of touched on at the beginning. And what happens is this this party is really a front for uh, is it the Manchus? I guess no, it's not the Manchus. It's like an internal faction of the Red Flower Society that are trying to overthrow Chan's authority. Yeah, and the guy who's leading it is apparently the son of the guy who used to lead it before this guy took over. Yeah, so probably some bitter feelings there. Is like I didn't get chosen as the replacement. Yeah, but, things are always hierarchic, like hereditary. Well, I, I mean, should get it because my dad did it. But that, that works with the emperors and shit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work in a meritocracy. We like it's a society, bro. You don't get to inherit that. You it, should. Maybe you just want good is, enough. We, what I got a impression was that I'm not really seeing that he, he. See, most of the time when you pick a leader for these societies, they're always got some. They're a cut above everybody else. They're either got more patience, a lot more wisdom, things like that. Yeah. This one, like in, in the scene where. He doesn't um, seem any smarter, does he? No, he just seems like because there's a part where he he say <laughs> the got the main protagonist kicks a child, yeah. right? <laughs> Going to kill this child? Oh, the antagonist or the An- antagonist? Antagonist. Sorry, I do apologize. Kicks a child and he's going to kill this child, and Jet Li runs in and saves him. But the the head the head guy comes up and says, "Oh, you know, stop, stop!" And then basically instead of like. Saying, what are you doing? You're kicking a child to death. You know, stop that. He he blames Jet Lee for stepping in and, and basically being Jet Lee. Yeah. You know, and it's not and it doesn't really touch on trying to teach him a lesson of of like, well, you know, you use your words or, or doing that. He's just like, Don't do that. Yeah. That's not how you do it. And it's like there's no follow up to it. It's just No. You know, and it doesn't. It just doesn't come across as a I a thought wa- it was because he was like, Hey, teach him our, our rules here, our commandments. I thought it was kinda like a I care for you, but I have to be tough love kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, Jetley's clearly saving a child, and Chan's kind of saying, you know, you should really think about your actions before you do it. Also, like, that child was kind of used in a weird assassination attempt as well. Did we mention that? No, that was a baby. There was a baby, and then oh, there was a no, child. No, no, well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the woman was let in by the child. That's that was right. established. Yes. Okay. I, I and that the child was, <laughs> yeah. was the son of, of that you guy, who's the, the bad guy. Oh. So it was, really, like, so it was, it was like linking the assassination plot to him. That's why he, he suddenly decided to attack his own son. Yeah. I think I mean, we're getting a you bit... You brought him into this world. I guess you can take him out. <laughs> we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. The, what they're setting up is that people want to assassinate Chan. He's the leader of the rebellion and yeah. multiple people, like not just the Manchurians, but also internal like there's factions. Faction, there's, there's essentially like a, the Red Lotus Society, they, they talk about it. It's not just like a, it's, it's a, it's essentially the triads, right? That's yeah. what they say as well. So there's a faction that wants to do like nasty shit. Yeah. Like they want to get more into the crime, I guess. They don't actually establish that at any time in the film. But that's what I assume when they want to murder and torture people. Like, yeah, they want to. They want to make it like a den. organized crime, a brigands' den. Yeah, and so all these different factions are trying to assassinate Chan, and in the midst of it, you've got Fong Sayok, who's really like this outsider, this naive outsider. He's in there with his wife, and he is the godson, so he's you know stuck on Chan like glue. So every time people try to attack his godfather, he's always there, and he thinks this is a big game. He's like, 
I'm here to fight. You know, I love fighting. He established that straight up in the beginning of the movie. And he takes on the whole like armada of just like lion dancers yeah. who are there to kill Chan. It's a pretty spectacular fight scene there. He's flipping around, running. He's flying. There's a lot of flying. Yeah. He's jumping from like... A lot like, of waifu in this. Yeah. yeah. I quite Lots like... Lots of speed sped up motion too. Yeah. I quite like the fact that in that film, they, they're pretty clever about it. They, they the, the emperor or the, the, the leader of the society is in this little sort of bar thing and they, they bring the dragon into the bar and then they sort of, in a weird slow motion camera thing, they see that the guy pulls a, a part from away from the head of the dragon and throws... Um, essentially what would be lighter fluid or fuel yeah. or something and then flames come out of the dragon's mouth to try and assassinate him with, with flames so that's it's really well done it's not it's not so I think we sort of glance over that but it is really really good the way they've done that yeah like they've done it in an effective way it shows the danger that you know that that can happen and Chan's managed to dodge the flame and they kill a that um, priest though he burnt he burnt real good um, you know like holy fire right yeah Jesus <laughs> but uh, in so Chan is an established swordsman. He knows martial arts, and he gets his sword and basically destroys the dragon, uh, but not before cutting the arm of like one, that one of the lead one of dragon. The bad guys. Yeah, yeah. And the bad guy's got his face all done up, so it's hard to see who it is. But he's got a slash on his forearm, and uh, they manage to. All the bad guys manage to escape, and it's the good guys left. there just like, all right, just leave it. You don't want to go. It might be a trap. That uh, scene to me, that kind of like, oh, just abruptly, kind of like we're fighting and. Chit's going down and, oh, could be a trap. And boom, cut to the next day or something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Very like, abrupt. That happens a lot in these films. You've just got to sort of let some of that stuff go. Like, there's not one that's laid out on the ground you can talk to. Yeah. Find out what's happening. Yeah, that's like, right. You know, like, things that would be possibly scenes aren't just, are just not there. I think it's and you're to, supposed to let it go. It's to establish that, like, um, the, the unknown that there's, you don't know what the conspiracy is. Because if they interrogated someone, they probably would have found out. Yeah. But exactly. they, they want the audience to kind of go, well, we don't know who the players are just yet. Yeah, but, yeah, all right, fair enough. But I think, I, I think the audience knows within seven seconds oh, yeah, the yeah. next scene. Sure. But the, before they go to the, um, the next scene, they introduce another character, which is this girl who's dressed like a man. Yes. That everyone assumes is a man because she's Even dressed like... Even though she's wearing makeup and talks Clearly. like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's real hot. And, but she's dressed like a man, so everyone assumes she's a man. And for some reason, she decides to kind of, I don't know, like prank Jet Li. Or, like, there's no real reason for her to be on the rooftop with him and his she's wife. What, she's, she makes the uh, innkeeper drop to his knees in front of the priest as well. That's true. Actually, you know what it is? I think because she saw Jet Li being kind of honorable. To the priest. Yeah, she might have thought, oh, this guy's pretty then, interesting. You know, yeah, and then because it's before he fights. Yeah. She's up there on the roof before he's fighting. Yeah. So she's, um, his wife is kind of, they're, they're having like a lovey moment where him and his wife are kind of saying, oh, you love me, tell me you love me, la da 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 da. And uh, she's up there next to them and she's kind of fooling around and she's saying, you know, why don't you tell me you love me? And then they had this exchange. He's not like, who are you? Yeah, that's Go right. away. <laughs> yeah. Who's this strange man that tells me that he loves me? Uh, and then they have this uh, awkward exchange and his wife slaps the guy thinking that it's just some like kind of pervert on the rooftop. And uh, and she has to go away. The uh, you know you don't know she's this yet, away. but she she's like a young master essentially. She's some kind of noble noble son, noble girl daughter, and she has to go away. But they introduce her and they introduce the bad guy who got slashed. You don't know who it is yet, but I don't know. We'll call him No Eyebrows. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> I love that the bad guy's got like the obvious difference. Like he has no eyebrows. He looks, yeah. so he looks mean as evil. hell. The yeah, whole time. he's evil. He's got a terrible evil laugh. 
So he's got no eyebrows. And in the next scene, you got Chan kind of finding out about the enterprise that's been happening. You know, who's been doing well in this society? Oh, we've raised funds in the other day. Uh, and this lady wants um, him to bless her child. Turns out that the lady's an assassin. And, uh, but Chan's too smart for that. You know, he kicks Throws the crap. Throws the child in the air. Yeah. And then lunges at him with a knife. Yeah, well, Chan jumps up and then kicks this lady like 12 times in the chest. And then catches the, uh, the baby and then puts his fan around it. It's like, yeah. And Chan's a badass. Chan, uh, Chan is played by uh, an Asian actor that my parents love. Uh, he does like a lot of soapies and stuff. And they're always saying to me, you should be like this guy, Chan. He's, he's smart. He doesn't let anybody get the better of him. I'm Except- like, he's a fictional character, mum. No, the, like, what are you talking about? Like, in this movie? Well, in, in this movie, in other movies, he's in been this a movie, of... he's not a smart guy. He well. could have si- fixed all of his problems much easier than he did. Well, he, he realised who the bad guy was as soon as um, the you guy shows up because he realised the cut on his arm. Yeah, well, yeah that, I know, but he doesn't... I cut you in the last scene and, oh, you've got a cut on your arm. It's, so... not, a, it's not a good idea to keep that kind of dude around. Mm. You should undermine that guy this as quickly is... as possible. This is the thing. you'd be like him. What, what are you working out for? You're just going to die. <laughs> Someone's going to stab you, and you're going to die. I, I totally missed that whole arm-cutting thing. I, I... He sliced... A, Chan sliced a, a, the unknown assailant's arm. And the then guy with the, the dragon, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, but I just, just it, didn't, didn't make... Do you fall asleep, too? Maybe. <laughs> In the next scene, like when, after the, the chick tries to assassinate Chan, they can't question her because Mr. No Eyebrows jumps out of nowhere kills her, right? and breaks her neck. And obviously, everyone's like, oh, that's real convenient. And they say this in the movie. They're like, oh, that's convenient. You just killed her, huh? I think that she's related to you. And of course, No Eyebrows is like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's got nothing to do with me. If you don't trust me, I'll kill myself. And, and he's like, no, you can't kill yourself, bro. Yeah. yeah so he grabs his, grabs his arm to stop him putting the knife to himself, but his sleeve falls down and it shows him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the Spider-Man moment when the Green Goblin realizes it's Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a slice on his forearm. But he doesn't see the thing is Chan doesn't make anything of it. He doesn't say anything. He looks, you can see it in his eyes that he notices. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not an idiot. It's just that he doesn't do anything about it. No. And I don't understand why he doesn't do anything about it. Like well, I can understand maybe their faction is strong or something. Like maybe that guy's got a lot of pull still in a certain group. Obviously he does, because there seems to be no drop in membership after he takes over. <laughs> yeah. But Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Our membership's as high as ever. But the guy is um you said he's the son of the ex-leader, yeah. son of the ex-chief of the Red Lotus Society. So yeah. he's, his name obviously carries a lot of weight. <laughs> red Lotus Society. The, a red flower, <laughs> red lotus. I keep up. getting confused. <laughs> White Lotus Society. Black Lotus Society. Mixed in there. I was yeah. driving a Black Lotus the other day. <laughs> so here we are at the Lin Kuei Academy. <laughs> and, you know, the, the guy has kind of slunk off into the background. Ho Chi Minh. There's enmity between uh, No Eyebrows and Fong Se-yok. Like Fong Se-yok, Fong Se-yok is obviously very uh, kind of ballsy and cocky. Because he has lots of eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fong Se-yok's got amazing eyebrows. <laughs> All the chicks want to bang him. And this guy's got no eyebrows and nobody wants to bang him. Mm. And he challenges Fong Se-yok. They have like a little fight right there, don't they? Yeah, it was because of the, the child. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, because yeah, 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 Jet Li yeah. saves the child. And then, From yeah. the guy, because the guy goes, well, what's the Because the, the child comes up, like, they... What happens is the, girl, the lady who was trying to assassinate um, the head of the other side comes in, and um, the, the little kid comes up and goes, how did that lady get in? He's like, oh, she gave me a kite to let her in. Oh, okay. And then the, then no eyebrows goes, oh, well, then I'll kill you. 
kicks the kid in the chest as flies him along the ground and goes, I'm going to kill this child now. Everyone's like, oh, what? He's going to kill a child. And then Jet Li comes in and says, no, you're not going to kill a child. I'm gonna, I'll fight you. And they have a, have a mini brawl. And then... Um, uh, Chan, the leader Chan intervenes and yeah. basically from behind kicks Jet Li's legs out, makes him drop to his knees and say, you will stop. Yeah. And now you're going to hear our, our, um, our rules like a hundred times. I should mention that the kid is actually No Eyebrows' son. Mm. It's actually his kid. He's on the take. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's tough. So obviously No Eyebrows is trying to prove the point that, oh, no, it wasn't me because I'll kill my own son to prove that it wasn't yeah. me. That the things we do. Let him in. Yeah, which would make him seem like a hero if he kills his own kid, right? Mm. Douchebag. In his own douchebag world. Fuck yeah. So they set up this like you know Red Lotus. Society. I keep calling it the Red Lotus, the Red Flower Society, and uh, you know, and the no it's eyebrows. A bit of scum and villainy. He's got his own posse already. Yeah. Like, he's got his own crew. I don't understand why he cares so much about the guy. You seem to have enough dudes to go out and form your own group. Why not just do that at that point? Well, maybe he thinks it's his group because his dad did it or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they got the best position in town. He also, I mean, he doesn't got like the real estate. He doesn't like Jet Li because Jet Li's the favoured godson in his eyes and, you know, he's an well, outsider. he is the favoured godson. He is, because he's amazing. Yeah, because he has eyebrows. <laughs> and he doesn't kill his own kid. Maybe if you'd tone it down a notch, son, you'd be, yeah. you'd be in for it. No, he's like, yeah, I can see you're a sociopath. I don't think you should lead the Red Flower Society. But, you know, you've you got a young guy that's come in and is ta- taking your thunder, so what are you going to do? Kill him. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. So... Jet Li, at this point, he's still trying to prove himself. And he's made some friends in the Red Flower Society. Uh, one of his friends is a guy called uh, Gambo. I'm just going to call Gambong. him Corey. Huh? Gambong. Gambong? Corey. Actually, that sounds pretty funny. Gambong. Is that uh, his mum's brother? His mu- well, so, okay, so no, I should explain this. They're yes. not... His mum and Gambon. They were just trained by the same person. Right? Yeah, that's right. So then when they say sis or brother, it's, it's like they're comments. trained by the yeah. same... Yeah, Even like, the subtitles give the... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're the same Sifu. The same Sifu. So they're they're like related by master. Well, I shouldn't say related. Doesn't anyway, count. they train. They're together. the Ken and Ryu of this movie. So, so <laughs> sure. He's, yeah, yes, exactly. One hundred percent. Basically, yeah. So Gambong is like uh, he's he's like the village idiot, I guess. He hangs around. He knows a lot. He's one of the most senior members, but everyone thinks of him as a goof because he doesn't know martial arts, or they they think he doesn't you know, know any martial arts. He probably makes a lot of money somehow. I don't know how. Like, he no, must they actually, be. They make they make a point that he makes money. I think they make a point at some point that he's like, oh my farm or my something yeah. or like my fish or something are doing good. He must be well off, but he doesn't really do any. He doesn't you know do any I'm martial arts. Magnificent butcher. Yeah, he's probably a butcher. <laughs> he's a yeah man. Lamb something. So the thing with him is he, he he's always saying like. Um, stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. Stay yeah. safety. Safety, safety first. Yeah. yeah, like don't don't go out and do any risky stuff. Like you know, worry about yourself. Don't worry about yeah. Which is the exact opposite to Jet Li's character. Jet Li's like bold, brash. Go out, um, risk your life to save a child. Yeah. You know, and the other guy's like, well, just stay in the middle, keep your head down, and and you you know nothing will happen to you. Yeah, he's always like Gambong. And he's right, because the first time he does, he gets killed. Man, Gambong is like. The voice of reason in this film. He's, he's he's like he's telling Jet Li, he's like, dude, just chill, man. Like seriously, just think about what you're doing. And he's trying to tell Jet Li, don't rush into any fights and stuff. And Jet Li's like, oh, whatever. He's trying to like let's let's get back to the plot. So they have that little fight. He's teaching him his like um, Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments as his punishment. And then Eyebrow Man shows up again. Oh no! This is in the middle of the night because it's taken him that long to go through the Ten Commandments. 
and no eyebrows has shown up and really starts just picking a fight. Yeah, he picks a fight real hard. Yeah, like real hard. And, and then, then he starts just kicking bits of tile at him. There's a really well choreographed somewhere there. There's a whole bunch of boards where they're running, a vert, um, vertical boards, and they're running across them and they these boards turn. And um, they're sort of like, um, what are those roller shutters called? The Venetian, Venetian blinds. Like yeah. wooden Venetian blinds. Vertical ones. Good yeah, scenes. But they're Good like scene. huge, like yeah. you know, people-sized ones. And they're running across them, and each time they run across one, it, it closes it, and there's a word written on it. And I don't know what the word says. Probably the but Ten I'm, Commandments or some crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it says, do not run on these boards. That would be, be, be a funny joke. <laughs> Please keep these closed in winter. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Yeah, shit Ooh. like that. Yeah. So yep. the choreography in this film and the wire work is really cool. Uh, that's why I watch these films. These were the old like Marvel films when superheroes were able to like do crazy shit. Like you can't kick a tile and make five tiles explode into somebody's face. Yeah, he does that. That's what the bad guy does. So that seems to be the bad guy's magic trick. Like you know how sometimes they have a magic trick. Yeah. He really likes kicking tiles off the ground into people's faces. He does it like three times. He does it heaps, and he does it with wooden boards. He does yeah. a lot of things like that. And Jet Li, you know, he dodges it and they're kicking. There's some really great... He's actually... Fong Sayak is kind of losing that fight for a teeny tiny bit. A little bit, yeah. Until they get up onto those boards. Yeah, they're spinning... I mean, that's his thing, right? When he fights, he's kind of like cheeky and mischievous. And the fight kind of goes for a little bit. It's a good fight. And it ends with both of them kind of trading off a blow. They both punch each other in the chest. And uh, and that's when Chan shows up and goes, Enough! Kind of like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. Yep. And they stop, but they're both kind of like... I'll get you. Their fists are still in each other's chest. And they're just kind of like, oh, shake You know what that up. reminds me of? That bit is like uh, Yakuza Apocalypse, where they just punch. <laughs> <laughs> right at the end there. That does that remind me of. I, um, I, I, I think in that, it sort of, that fight conveys a message that no eyebrows sort of realizes what he's up against when it comes to um, Fong Sayok because the look on his face when the tide starts to turn... Um, he's sort of, it's not desperate, but it's not as, as, uh, he knows it's not going to be, he knows it's not going to be as easy as he thought it was going to yeah. be. I agree. Also, I think it also shows that no eyebrows is also a pretty badass guy. Yeah. Should we just call him you? You? you yeah. Okay. No. no, I prefer eyebrows. No eyebrows. <laughs> no eyebrows. You, uh, he's, well, I mean, if you say you, you don't know who you're referring to. You. Yeah. You who's, should, who's on first? The research. <laughs> That's okay. No. Well, who's we'll call on third? Brow. <laughs> Who's on third? No. Who? What's on second? So, No Eyebrows You is... Yeah, you're right. It establishes him as a badass. He knows how to fight. And he's on... And he's a dick. He is a big dick. And he looks like a dick because he's bald. And he just does this mugging all the time. Like, he's always looking mean. And he does, like, yeah, a mean-ass laugh. Yeah, I have to admit, I'm, I, he's got one of those faces that, I, like, you'd kind of want to punch yourself. Oh, you want to punch him real bad. You want to punch him real bad. And is the next scene uh, Fong Siok going on a mission? His first mission? I think there's there's two sort of scenes. That I'm not sure if he, we are introduced to his mum before that. Yeah, oh, yeah. the mum intersects him and his it. girlfriend before that. Yeah, or his wife, I should say, Fong Sek's wife. Like, cause they have a, there's a there's a bunch of bits in this movie where it's just like him and his wife chatting, or him and someone no, else chatting like, for a couple minutes. Yeah, and then it moves on. Like when they get the the two the two punches to the chest, uh-huh. then he goes, "Go away, go go back to your mother." Uh-huh. And then the next scene cuts to the mother yeah, yeah. in yeah. her village, and. Um, all the, the dudes are showing up wanting to fight Fong. 
basically to, you know, I'm the champion of the hills, I want to fight Fong. And the mother's <laughs> well, like, oh, you're not good enough to but fight there, my but son. There's, there's a thing there, like, he doesn't go back to his mum, like, because his wife's there after the fight, watch, no, watching it. Yeah. No, no, that, that's but just what he was told to, to do, but it does cut to the mum. Yeah. And the well, mum, have, yeah, the mum's taken, taken names. Basically, but the thing in is, home village. In that in that scene, he's like, "I'm not going to leave. I am going to do better. I'm going to show these people that yeah. I belong here." Mm. And and his wife's like, "Oh, you know, I'll I'll you know I'll stand by you. I'll." Yeah, yeah his wife's a really good wife. Like, she's really cool. She hangs around him. She's cute. She Puts makes up like with his stupid. Yeah, yeah, his little hissy ego. fits. Yeah, I want to be the leader. You could do it, Fong. You could do it. I believe in you. That's what she's there for. And his mum is like Christian said, taking names and making soup. His and mom is awesome. Hidden, tried pits. Hidden, hidden pits, pits like a Monty Burns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his mom left. His mom is back in the village and she's making some soup because she's going to go visit Fong in uh, the Red Lotus, whatever the fuck, the Red Flower <laughs> Society. And uh, yeah, but I mean, she is a badass in the film. She is an old school martial artist. She taught him everything he knows, basically. And uh, a lot of these guys are trying to pick a fight with Fong to prove that they're also very good. And they're not very good, these guys. But well, they uh, fall in a pit. We actually don't know if they're very good. Well, yeah, they do fall in a pit. But just the way that they shoot, like, the, you know when the guy's doing his little cutter yeah. to show how bad uh, he is? He's sloppy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no special effect sounds or anything with his no. moves. And it's just, it's not tight. We don't know, though. Huh? What about a special magic trick? We don't know. Well, his magic <laughs> trick is that he like, looks like a drunken retard. He doesn't know how Maybe to... he does really great drunken boxing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Begaso's offspring. But uh, she takes Bastard care of them. children. Fathered all around the pills. <laughs> he does look like he sleeps ah, a lot. Man, you know, you know he's, that guy's left a litter of shit kids everywhere. Maybe that's his special kung fu ability to just like, have lots of progeny. <laughs> Fucking. This is how badass his mum is. She makes like so a big... Through the decades. <laughs> his mum makes this big kind of urn, I guess, of soup. And she rides off to deliver this soup to her son, but she's carrying it one-handed, like in the air, the whole way. The whole way. Except, and they make the point: oh, you didn't spill a drop. Yeah. In the shot of her carrying the the pot, the pot is halfway falling over. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's how good a kung fu is. Well, at least it was a better shot than the beginning shot where they're riding a fake horse. Oh yeah, (laughs) a lot of fake horse riding in this film. Yeah, a lot of ah, Jet Li never learned how to ride a horse. Just. They don't even get one that moves, though. The, the, the fake horse isn't even moving. It's not even rocking or anything. It's just, he's sort of just doing this. We, like, yeah, we, should, we should mention that as he's riding the horse, this is the opening scene of the film. The film opens with a musical number of him singing a duet with his mum. Is that, is that, did I get that right? Because that's kind of what it That's how it feels, yeah. It's him, his mum's singing, and he's also singing the man parts because it's a duet. And he's like grinning at the camera while he's riding a horse, which is a fake horse because you, you can't see the rest of it. And then at the end of the song, his wife looks at him, who's riding next to him, and she's like, man, you love your mum way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and not once does he go, oh, honey, don't be stupid. He just sort of looks at her, looks back, looks forward and smiles and keeps running on the rocking horse. <laughs> oh, man. Gee, we're really jumping around. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. All right. So mum's got some soup. He gets sent on a mission. He's, yes, he gets sent on a mission. To his find first a box. mission. His first mission. To find a sacred box. He tries which, which contains secrets. He's secrets. got to talk his way into that mission, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, no, the brother, the brother, um, Gambong. Gambong puts him forward. To yeah, because Gambong's chosen to go. And he's like, I ain't going. I'm like, not, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, Chan, Chan, Chan wants Gambong to go because Chan knows that Gambong is legit. He's trying to get. 
He's trying to get Gambong back in the game. Yeah. Yep. It's like some, something happened to that been, man. You've been I sitting wanna, out for 20 years. I want to know Gambong's story. <laughs> Gambong's story is hilariously good. I really want to find out. If he's been just farming salmon for 20 years. No, no, but there's, there's obviously, there's obviously a bit got, between... Got his ass handed to him. Because there's, there's, a, there's a, like a flashback between him and Fong Sayak's mum. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm going off to like do something awesome. Yeah. And then he's just like this dude at some point. Like there's gotta be like a fifteen, five, ten years. What what made him what made him hang it up? I don't know, he found a legitimate enterprise. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna make a business. So Gambong's hiding behind Fong Se Yok. And he's like, you know, Chan, you know, man, I don't know martial arts shit. Like, just leave me out of it. And uh, Chan's like, Oh, well, what do you suggest? And Gambong Yeah, Gambong's like, Yeah, Fong Se Yok. Fong Se Yok. Oh, we love you, Fong Se Yok. <laughs> so, uh, so Chan, energy. You know what it is This is obviously An important mission right Like this is the big thing This is a box With the secrets and that Why did they need, I guess he could only choose, He could also only choose His faction Right Okay He can choose Use faction But the way that He's handing out These like um, These I guess they're mission invites on, on a piece of wood. The way he's handing them out is just kind of like, oh, here's some candy, have some candy. And he's just like the most casual, he's just yeah, smiling while look, he's doing it. It does not look thought out in any no, way. He's just throwing shit out. And he throws one to Fong Sayok. So there's like, I don't know, what, 30 people that he's got on this mission to go get this box. What happens to all those people, by the way? They died. Did they really? We'll get there. They all, get, yes. they all get defeated, yeah. They get defeated, but then they die. Yeah. Because well, none okay. of them came back, right? Cut, cut with swords and shit, man. <laughs> this is what you happens. I hope they See, died. I, uh, this is something about this room. It puts people to sleep. It's just... <laughs> Eyes glaze over. So all of these guys that get picked for the mission of the, of the Red Flower Society, they all run to this uh, scene water change. Water wheel. Yeah, this water wheel. Like It's like a river or some shit, yeah. an estuary. And there's like a lone chick in a kimono hot chick and she's like <laughs> she's paddle boarding down the river basically well she's not what's moving the boat she's just standing on it the, 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 the current the stream the stream no the, the flute she's playing no she's playing she's, no, she's playing... not playing a flute she's playing a someone's playing a, a shimmerson but someone else is shredding pl- on a guitar off screen she's, shredding <laughs> a, a she's got like a leaf she's just blowing into that's right yeah because yeah. she's, she's got, got leaf like yeah like, like yeah she was <laughs> she's got like someone wants to call skip it <laughs> she's got high gloss lipstick on and, and, this... the, and the Japanese bros coming up behind him freaking surfing on their boards yeah, <laughs> just jump on them and just start the caning. people that are coming with the box are Japanese yes uh, yeah the soldiers. guys okay so the guy the the leader of the Red Flower Society lived in Japan to, they like they they hit they him away they sent him right? to Japan to get him away from these so enemies so along with that they probably sent something that told the told the people he was staying with like this is like like his like Ability to claim his heritage if he wants it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, this guy is my son of my son, stamped or whatever. So, they're bringing that back to chi- China for some reason. I don't know why. He doesn't want it. Also, can I point out that um, as Fung Sayak leaves with the gang on the horses, he literally passes his mum with the soup. Doesn't he see must her. have. And she, she's like, oh, I'm here. And like they just left. It's like, just wait, he didn't see her? They, they literally <laughs> passed in the, in the alleyway there. That was a big bowl of soup. Might have blocked her vision. Fair enough. <laughs> So there's all these, uh, well, I don't know, Ronin samurai? What are they? Japanese dudes. They're, they're obviously samurai. They're samurai? Yeah, because they're all wearing swords. Samuronins. Samuronins. And there's a well, leader. I'm going to assume they're not Ronins because they're working. They had a master. That, the the yeah. guy with the box is the master. All these, all these red flower society guys are kind of like hiding in the shadows, looking at them, looking on. Yeah. In the water wheel things. It looks like one of those, like, it looked like it porkies. It looks like porkies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny we both said that. It looks like they're trying to get a glimpse of some boob or something. It's yeah. what it looks like. But really, they're just watching these people go down the river. Yeah. 
And eventually, they get down far enough, and you don't know the relationship between the samurai and the chick, the yeah. chick in the kimono. And the, but it's kind of weird. I wouldn't. Why would you think that they weren't together? Well, I don't know. Why else would they be? You know what I mean? Like, they're, like they're both. There's, there's, it's they're both dressed in a sort of a Japanese style, right? Yes. I like, is that, that very common? Yeah. No, all these well, people to be together at the same time. Jesse yeah, Kimono's in China. Just, we'll, we'll add that. So all of the guys jump out of the shadows. Jet goes to the girl, and all the heiress go after the box. Which is the job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Jet Li's known for having like you know big balls. He wants to go and like save as many chicks. I interpreted that as almost they were trying to go for a oh you're caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. But it, it, right, yeah. it did come off as like she was with them and acting like as some kind of decoy or something like that. Mm. So yeah, that's a hundred percent what it felt like. It felt like it didn't feel like they were like trying to capture her because she was just chilling. Just right? yeah. They were obviously together because they're dressed alike. So like, we don't know where, whether they were heading towards each other or in the same direction. I thought they were going in the same direction. No, I thought they were heading together because they were meeting up at some uh, point. Well, that's okay. my impression. And Jet Li's obviously gone to the chick and he's like, dude, like shit's about to go down. Like, get out the way. And she's like, it's the chick from before, the bit, the inn at the beginning. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. No, he doesn't. But because she knows he him. he thinks that's a dude. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the chick is like, uh, the chick's like, oh, it's you. And Jet's like, what are you talking about? We haven't met. Yeah. I'd remember your face, lady. He Pretty say hot. That. He would say that. Um, Actually, he would. I was he drunk at the time. Would. and uh... He would say that. And uh, so then the, the Red Flower Society, they jump out of the shadows and then they start attacking these, these samurai. Yeah. Um, There's about what? Six of them? Six. Yeah, six on six-ish. Yeah. Um, there's some really good martial arts in this. Like, there's a scene where they do some flips and shit, and one guy jumps into the water, um, and then he kind of creates what? Like a lily pad? Or he, like he, a, he essentially walks on water bounces. for a second. Yeah, he does he, some Jesus ninja shit. He helps, yeah, like his buddies kind of walk on water, and they have this great fight. And then they establish like one of the conceits of the film, which is uh, pressure points. Pressure yeah. points. You know, like the Japanese guys have the ability, or the leader anyway, has the ability to press you and points in your body and freeze you, paralyze you, essentially. Touch of death. Yeah, touch of death. Because <laughs> they show him, they show him poking uh, a lot of red flower guys. And they just freeze, and then as they're frozen, he just slashes them with a sword. So then he goes, dives at Jet, but Jet moves out of the way, and he hits the girl behind Jet. And well, he's going. Her. So Jet thinks that they're going for the girl, and then Jet jumps in between them and the girl because he thinks that they're going for the girl. And then Jet kind of defends, well, defends in air quotes, the girl from who's these... now been turned into a statue. That's right, yeah, paralyzed from the waist down because he un- unblocks the top, but he he hasn't been taught how to undo the bottom. Yeah. Yet. And then you see that trope that is in actually too many of these movies where they get flipped, where the woman gets flipped around by the dude in a fight and you, they, yeah. you know, they use, he uses her legs to kick him and all that sh- I hate that crap. I'm done with that. that. Kind of Before cool. that, we had to... Li- no, but it's in every one of these yeah. movies. Yeah. Before that, we had the lovely, pretty um, umbrella flying scene. Oh. Well, he, he, he can't... He, he can't. girl over, the, over his shoulders and, and uh, uses the... Um, the She's the standing under an umbrella, umbrella the whole time, like yeah. a parasol. She yep. can't move because he can't unblock her legs. So he, has he can't to... touch her in the special spot. Well, no, because he doesn't know. He doesn't okay. know it's the navel at this point. Uh, so he, he grabs the umbrella with her on his back and then they, they jump in the air. <laughs> They've got that Spinning slow... Spinning around in the slow motion. Slow motion, like kind of like fade in with montage. music. Of her kind of looking at him lovingly and him just looking like a... It's the Teen Wolf moment where <laughs> she's just like, oh, she's, he's amazing. And then Jet Li's just like, I'm getting down to business. And he just flies and floats around. It takes way too long. And there's beautiful music playing while it's happening. 
and then he lands and just proceeds to beat the shit out of all the other samurais. And then, then he doesn't get. Then he gets hit though, and he stops, and his mum shows up. That's right. His mum shows up in, in a, like in a Japanese costume. Yeah, like a, where did she get it? that from? What's the name they call her? It's like Musashi. Yeah, something. It must obviously be like a known yeah. person. So she's got like the straw, big wide brim straw hat, and she's got you know like she's she's dressed like a samurai, and yeah. she's, she's uh, eating a piece of straw in her mouth. Yeah, she looks badass. She looks like Jubei. From Ninja Scroll. That's my reference for all Japanese badass Ronins. <laughs> and and she does. Hat she attacks play. him and hits him with the pressure points and hits him with swords and then pushes one off like she's a badass. Yeah, I I want to I want to just focus on that moment for a moment. She they're on like a narrow gangplank and it's her in front of Feng Siok and uh, Angie is the chick's name and there's about ten dudes in front of her and she breezes through them with her sword and then breezes back. And then they're all frozen, and she pushes one guy off, and it's just like, holy shit, that is so awesome. She's just, like, paralyzed these guys. And then she tries to get the box from him, but she doesn't know how to speak Japanese, so she sort of just mumbles at him. And <laughs> she <laughs> uses hand signals. Does some hand signals. Give me the box. <laughs> she, well, she doesn't know what's going on. It's Feng Siyok that says, uh, we need the box. Mom, get the box. I thought that was a cool shot, like, kind of over her shoulder as she's going, going through the middle of them. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's like a first-person yeah, doom. Yeah. So she's about to get the box, but um, the the, the girl lead... shows her true colors and points to the leader, saying, "Don't let her get the freaking box." Yeah, she hand signals them from behind Jet Li's back, so that Jet Li and his mum don't know that she's in on it. Mm-hmm. But she signals for the ninja uh, for the samurai guys to kind of leave, and the samurai, samurai guy's like, "Got the message," and he's like, "All right, guys, let's go. <laughs> We've had enough fun." And how do they get? Oh, that's right, the bees. Yeah. Well, there, there's a, there's a point. There's there's a different point. So so the Fong Sayak is frozen. The girl's frozen from the waist down, and Mum goes in for a second shot at being all badass, and doesn't do anything to anyone. She goes to push someone off yeah, the next right. time, and no one and, and he doesn't frozen, move. He's like, yeah. what the hell are you doing, lady? And so someone <laughs> puts the kibosh on her, right? Yeah. And then the only way they can change, like that, so that all three of them are frozen. Which I don't understand why they don't just kill them all. Um, well, no, because the chick was like, uh, no, Angie was like, go away. It, just take it. Um, so they're just sort of standing there, and then a bee comes How along. are we going to get yeah. Do you want to explain the bees, Scott? Explain the bees. You enjoy <laughs> the bees. Dogs shoot bees out of their mouth. So they're all kind of in semi-frozen states, and the mum is trying to figure out how to get them all unfrozen. And then a the bee comes along, and she's trying to blow the bee towards... Jet to jet hit, hit to the sort of, pressure point. Yeah. Somehow ends up inhaling the bee. <laughs> Eats the bee. Eats the bee. And then like a, a million bees come out of nowhere. And Jet's so happy those bees come though. It's amazing. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry, mum. There's going to be, we're not going to have a problem in a minute. And there's like a thousand bees. It's like, oh God. And he blows the ball at his mum's face and <laughs> unblocks her. And then, uh, and then she unblocks him and then tells him how to unblock the girl by hitting the navel to release hers. And then she turns around and <laughs> her face is full of bee stings. Stinged everywhere. Uh, physical comedy. It's pretty good. I really like that sequence. That was a really good sequence. But then sad times ahead. They, they go back and, uh, you know, no eyebrows. You were sitting there eating a watermelon in the most horrific, horrible way ever. <gasps> Uh, he cuts like a what, like a wedge? No, not even like a, no. It's a wedge. It like it's a, it's like it cuts sort of in a weird way. It's, it's a circle. It's a bowl still. 
It, like yeah, yeah, it's a bowl. It. Like to eat it, he would have to put his whole face into it, which is what he does. Imagine a pig eating out of a trough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. vertical yeah. trough or something. It's I terrible. Suppose, I suppose they did it to make him seem even more evil than. What well, I don't understand <laughs> is if I did that, I would like he comes up pretty clean. <laughs> if I did that, man, there'd be shit all over my face. I'd be like, oh man, oh I've got all these seats, man. God. <laughs> I always thought I always thought that watching that thing. I thought that's a weird way to eat. It. That's a weird way. <laughs> just cut it a little better, man. Then yeah. you can eat it like a human. Just cut it in half one more time. <laughs> so he's eating this watermelon, and Fong Siok shows up with his mum, and everyone's giving him shit. They're just like, "Man, you didn't do the mission. Yeah, you didn't you get bail, motherfucker. Didn't get the box. Why and did everyone what? else die and you came back? Yeah, you're the only survivor. And uh, and you know, my mum saved me. Yeah, that, well, that's exactly right. If his mum had shown up earlier, she could have saved everyone. <laughs> but she, <laughs> uh, where were you? Uh, but uh, but yeah, no eyebrows. You was giving Feng Siok a whole bunch of shit, and so his mum f- steps in yet again. <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> mama's boy. His mum steps in. Does she actually fight you at this point? She she beats him up with uh, a little bit with a, a a stick or a, is it a sword? I can't remember. She remember. she just smacks him across the face a couple times. Oh okay, yeah yeah. And then he's about to hit her, but Feng Siok steps in and he's like, "Don't I'll touch my shit mom. out of you, bro." Yeah, don't touch my mum. He's like, uh, call me a coward all if you want, but don't hit my mum. That's right. That's right. But yeah, he did fail in that mission, but he did the next best thing, which is he got that chick pining for him. Hmm. Angie. Angie. Because didn't she steal his, like, his number? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah that's right. She's just looking at it the whole time. The, the wooden Ooh, he was mission. a fine boy. Yeah, she and, stole and that, his that invite. that number is kind of like they make a joke that it's not like number 49 or something. And he's like, what? And like, that means you're the lowest ranked or the greenest. Or the yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think the highest number is like the lowest ranked. And he asks uh, Gambong, he's like, what's your number? And Gambong's like zero. And Jetly <laughs> being like stupid idiot and naive, he's like, well, my number's bigger than yours. <laughs> idiot. Yeah. What happens a, now though? A, a funny like this is kind too. of where I sort of lost a little bit of the, 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 the next, thread. The next, yeah. Next bit we cut to Chen, um, the boss dude and... They're realizing that the mission's failed, so he then gets word that um, the the girl who was there is the daughter of the governor, and she's got the hots for for um, Jet's character Fong. Oh yeah, and um, fucking courtier, fucking gossip. That's these right. Bitches in these palaces always fucking talking smack about people. Oh. So the sacred box has been delivered to the governor, so they need to break into the governor's to get it or seduce the governor's daughter and get her to hand it over. Seems like an easier way to do it. That's right. So they decide to get Fong to uh, seduce the governor's daughter, uh, which they don't... Wondry with his missus. Yeah, because he's got the the missus and and that would be a bad look, but decides to do it anyway to take on the mission. It's for his country, but I don't understand how that works. So I'm not even going to bother I trying did, to figure it out. I did think it was quite funny when because uh, no eyebrows, <laughs> you is overhearing this. Yeah, and he's like, "Shit, I can do that. <laughs> I, I can seduce. <laughs> let, let me seduce the girl. <laughs> I'll try and seduce the girl." Like, <laughs> and then they turn around and go, what? "You huh? can seduce anyone." Yeah, that's literally how they talk him into it. It's like reverse psychology. I'm not letting eyebrows do anything. I'm going <laughs> to do this. Is there a scene around here where the mum and the gambong, the mum sees gambong? No. Is that you know, after, after his mum, after they give him shit and his mum has that standoff with you, 
Uh, his mum's ready to just go, you know, fuck this place. Let's get out of here. She's like, Fong, go pack up your shit. Let's go. And then Gambong's there. She turns around and she sees him. And she, she steps on his foot. Recognizes him. Yeah, he recognizes steps- her. Yeah. And, he goes, and then oh, she shit. recognizes him. And then when he recognizes her, he tries to leave because he knows who she is. <laughs> and she steps on his foot. And she's like, no, let's stay a little bit longer. Get drunk on wine. And that's what happens. She, yeah, yeah. She goes to his place to, well, air quotes, she goes to his place to mock seduce him. Um, and to learn a magic secret trick. Well, that's what she really well, she wants. Because the, ma- the master only told him the trick. She not her. Not yeah. told, didn't tell her. So Gambong is the master of uh, pressure point technique. Yeah. And uh, they, they, that's what was when they... Called? What was it called? Like masked fingers or something? I can't remember no, the name I forget. on that. I don't know, like, I'm going to ask another question. Like, it's a special magic technique, right? Mm. Yes. Yep. They already have a special magic technique that does exactly the same thing. Which is... Like, his mum already paralyzes someone. Yes, the difference is this one's hard to do because it's behind the back. Well, this one is the death touch. This the is actually technique. the death touch. Well, then touch. why does he punch him so much after he's already done it? Anyway, let's continue. So, this vision of, like... I, I know the reason why Bong Kong is... Um, is <laughs> Kong Long? Bill Tong? Is, um, is such a good, successful fisherman. I just see him wade into the lake, pressure pointing fish every yeah. which way. Well, that's why he's so <laughs> During good. a big salmon run, he's just like... <laughs> Actually, it might be the chicken, because when they... Uh, we, we'll get up to the chicken. So, Gambong <laughs> is in this room, and then he's been waylaid by uh, his his old you know, learning partner, I guess. And uh, this, is, this is my favorite part of the whole film. When they go and do that sepia uh, flashback, yeah. and they're both wearing like old, old period, like wushu yeah. martial arts attire. It's just yep. the two of them. And I love that Gambong is walking with his arms out like a T. He's like, you know, like this yeah. great opera kind of got, pose. Like, he's got like two spears or two swords on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to go and make a name for myself in the wide adventuring world. And she's got a, an urn with her, and he goes, Why'd you bring like Master's soup, Ashes? Soup. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it's soup. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good line. Well, what'd you bring that for? She's like, it's just soup. Isn't there a weird scene where she's kind of pregnant, got a big belly, but oh, that's, not really No, pregnant? that's after after okay. the flashback. Yeah. They, they get, they, they get pissed. They get, they get really drunk, and she tries again to teach the the son the um the finger technique, and then they both pass out drunk on the bed. And that's when they both wake up and go, "Holy shit, something go, just happened!" Oh, what happened there? And Which she's is bad because she automatically has this massive belly, and he's like, oh, "I'm pregnant," and he's like, "No, it's some kind of condition or something." And she falls over, and then the belly's gone. It's not dyspepsia, or yeah, dyspepsia. I think it's I think it's a fart gag, is what it was. Oh, okay, okay. But there was no fart noise. <laughs> no, I know, but I think that's it was like really a, missing out on a gag. You got like wind or something. Yeah. I should kind of, kind of a gag, like they woke up and didn't really remember what they did, and thought mm. that they'd slept together, and then she's she's all embarrassed about it, and. Starts to talk to the daughter-in-law about it. Yeah. Then, then the daughter-in-law chastises because they're talking in the third party. Like, oh, what if hypothetically, a girl, hypothetically, a girl did something bad and had an affair, and then the the daughter like, I cut him in pieces. Oh, she, she'd be like worse and worse. She'd be the worst person in the world. Yeah. Who is this person you're talking about? And then she's like passed out on the floor, <laughs> like embarrassed. And uh, and then it cuts back that she goes back in with the giant belly as if she's pregnant, and then tries to pressure. Pressure him <laughs> like that he's oh, done this okay. to her, and, I, and um, I just want to take a moment and just say that uh, the Fong Siok's mum is played by Ooh. Josephine Xiao. Uh, thanks, Scott. Rachel told me that and blew my freaking mind. So Josephine Xiao was in uh, Kung Fu Hustle as the uh, the landlady, and she is just the master of sight gags, like physical humor. And I mean, the whole time that she's getting grilled by her daughter-in-law, she's like just 
pissing with yes. like sweat. Well, every, someone spent That's a lot a of money on uh, like small tubes to let out liquid as people sweat in this movie. It's like a sweat gag. Happens a couple of times. Yeah, it? it happens more than once. If you were to say, like, you say that this this the girl is like really good with um, physical comedy and things like that. If, if you were to pick a Western actor, female actor, who would be closest to that? You know who? Uh, what's her name? Kate uh, McKinnon. She's she's a hammy. I would hammy. agree, but I don't think she's been in enough to justify that. Well, she's been in ever a huge amount of episodes of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes, I agree. She's, oh, she mugs a, a lot. One. She's like, I mean, I don't find it that funny, but mm. it's if you're talking about like funny face humor, like yeah, a, yeah I would. That's who I'd say. That's a tricky one, but yeah, I for the moment, for lack of a better one, I agree. Yeah. So after the uh, issue with her and Gambong, yep. she, that's when he says to her, "It's like, oh, it's probably just gas or whatever." Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like let it go. I remember most of that night. No, I don't. He doesn't actually yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah. Okay. And it's only been, actually, what he says that makes the most sense is, it's only been a couple of days. So anyway. <laughs> she has a huge gut. <laughs> so, so we go back to um, Fong accepting the, the, the role of seducing the girl. So what does he do? He asks his mum to help him seduce her. Yeah, as, as all men and, would and do. He asks, and he asks a really good question. Should I tell my wife about this? And <laughs> oh, does goes, he? I don't remember. Yeah, he does. He does and his yeah. mum says, no. Oh, <laughs> no. good work, mum. It's for your country. She'll understand. Don't they try and... Because uh, they slip a note. So they slip a, a love note to the, the girl saying that Fong's kind of into her and to yeah. meet, meet up with him. Yeah, he writes a poem and it's signed the, the King of Romance. King of Romance, <laughs> Fong Se Yap. That's great. And she's she's yeah. over the moon that she's got, you and, know... And then she runs into her dad who sees the note and then he goes, he's only really doing this to get the box and then they make a bet. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and the most romantic... Way to women to a woman's heart. It's through a, a box? boxing match. <laughs> a boxing, yeah. So um, she meets up with Fong anyway, and uh, at the temple, and and uh, he tell the mum tells Fong to kiss her. That'll show his intentions. <laughs> so he closes his eyes and goes to kiss her, and then she's not there anymore, and he's kissing one of the monks as a side oh, None, maybe. They're women oh, still, I think. Was it? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. I do love the fact that even though... But this Ange- is another place where they use the, the sweat wig. Oh, then the sweat wig, oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> then he's, he's sweating, sweating like buckets. Fong's sweating because he has to kiss Andy. Anyway, so, so then the girl says, oh, do you really like me or not? And, uh, and he's like, oh, of course I do, baby. <laughs> and uh, so then he goes, well, if you really do, you'll come to... Uh, there's this boxing match... To, to win my hand yeah. at my dad's place. You'll come and win that for me. Which so, is more like an episode of American Ninja, really, because <laughs> there's very little punching going on. No. So no. so we come back to um, the governor's mansion, and there's a number of contestants. I think there's about five, is there? F- yeah, Five contestants, none of which is Fong, anyway. They're all princes or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to win games. the hand. I, no, I would It's like the episode of The Bachelor. They're all kind of going, yeah, we're... we're they're all dressed really really gangster though right? all like in gold with dragon motifs and stuff yeah. they're actually pretty great they got their best clothes for this yeah. yeah yeah. they're going to ruin some silk and she's and at the top of like a tower or something yeah they're going to climb up I think they've got to grab the brocade like the yeah flower. at the top of her yeah. at the top of her and little as, as uh, Sam I think mentioned at the time so very dragon lord yeah kind well of, uh, <laughs> they've each got an entourage of like different like there's five different factions and they're all wearing different coloured yeah. clothes climb yeah. the mountain kind of thing to, yeah. to win the girl's heart Pretty so, impressive. They yeah. all well, kind of. It's, it's like a, again, it it definitely shows it's from a certain era of of these films. Yeah. Because they all at this period in this period of like 
Asian action or Hong Kong films, feels like there always has to be like a couple of weird. Not just they can't just have a fight. We've got to have like some weird motif of climbing a a tower or. It breaks the monotony, I guess. It's kind of like showing. Well, it doesn't your break physical... the monotony if that's all there is. No, no. <laughs> but th- I mean, we haven't seen a lot of that yet in yeah, this film. Okay, okay yes, yeah. Right. And it's a big set piece. Like it's a huge set piece. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they use the old uh, human caterpillar to reach the ladder for the the prince to climb up their backs to get up and and there's a lot of lot of stunt work going on here where they pull the ladder over and throw people down yeah. from a bit of a height. It, yeah, it, it looks, looks like painful. it would hurt. It looks painful. Good work, stunt man. It. Yeah. So they eventually um, they make it up to the tower where they're they're fighting over the girl uh, when we cut to the, well, the she's, side scene. She's, she's quite, fighting back. Yeah, she's, she's fighting back. She doesn't well. want these dudes. Yeah, she's beating up, beating up the princess as well. She's visibly annoyed that yeah. Bong Se-yok is not, not even there. shown up. She's like, where the fuck is this guy? Th- then we cut to the wide shot of him walking over <laughs> the bridge. Motion. Slow with motion. Slow flag waving behind him with his circular glasses on. His, like his cool some... sunnies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Doing his pose with the music, the synth music. The old Clint Eastwood, you know. Yeah, round glasses. He's pretty cool. He looks pretty cool. He's looking stylish. Anyway, um, so they get up and uh, they're outside the gate and they won't his let him team, in. His, it's not just him though. He's got a whole group with him and they're all walking in like synchronicity. They're all like... Yeah. And the mum's got yeah. the banner. Oh man, it's it's classy. It's quite funny. She puts it like... He's walking slow mode, stands still and she stands like to the, to the left of him. Puts the banner down to like, you know, make it look like I'm regal and that. And all the, the ribbon and stuff goes in her face. She's like, <laughs> get out of my face, well, he's disappeared at this point, hasn't he? He's like, yeah. you don't know where he's going yet. So then uh, he, they won't let him through the gates, so all of a sudden, he's flying over them, attached to a kite. He's on a hang gliding He's on a, like a hang glider, a giant kite it's that's a hang probably that kite that, that that kid got, is letting that girl <laughs> Yeah, <in>. probably. <laughs> <laughs> all the ends are tied up now. <laughs> I, I'd let that assassin in that meeting for that kite, that's Yeah, awesome. man, if you're going to give me, like, essentially a hang glider, I'm going to let you in the building. That's cool. <laughs> they... I love that everybody's reaction is like, holy crap, there's a man that's flying. And everybody looks up. And then there's another Teen Wolf moment when Angie looks up at him and she's like, wow, that's amazing. And he he's, he's flying the shit like a, like a fighter, a jet fighter yeah, man, pilot can, or something. He can turn on a dime. Yeah. He's just kicking it's people's amazing. butts. Flying I thought that would have been a funny moment if he like, face-planted. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually a funny moment when um, he jumps off the hang glider, gets on the top, and he's beating everybody up. And there's one prince off to the left, and he's like, "Don't worry, I know what to do." And just literally throws himself <laughs> off he's the like, top. He's, he's everybody's pressing so bad. He just goes, "You're magnificent," and then he goes, "I'll leave." <laughs> Jet does beat the shit out of like all the other suitors. Yeah, yeah, pretty remarkably. All the while, like wooing this chick, like he's got his hands everywhere, and he's doing like you know, he's like a Latin lover. He's just dancing around and kicking the shit out of people. Yeah. Then he's just about done when. Another person shows up in all dressed in black. Yeah, and it's his wife. It is his saying, wife. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, I followed you. I didn't know she was so good at martial arts. She's yeah. flipping around all over the place. Who's in the? F- this is gonna. In, in the, the first one, one she isn't does, she a martial yeah. artist? Yeah, no. She does, yeah. No. Yeah, she is. I'm sure. No. He's trying I'm to win her. Heart. Certain you are. <laughs> she didn't do no martial arts in the first film. I think she probably got lessons from his mum. Yeah, probably. Could be. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't remember the first one at all. And now it devolves into a melodrama. It's like a sitcom. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a love triangle at this love point. Love triangle now. And then the mum gets involved as well. You know, you know, in any other film, if you were to say there's a love triangle and then your mum got involved, 
You know, this would be like a cringeworthy rom com slash, you know, like, oh wow, this is black humor. And this is just perfectly normal. You know? <laughs> no. And it's it is meant to be humorous, obviously, and uh, and the mum's trying to um get the wife to stop beating on Fong because he's gotta get with the, the girl to get the sacred treasure box as the part of the deal. You know what though? If the mum character, I know it's like ninety three if that mum character was the one dating Jet Li Who's like thirty-seven looking? Like, eh, works out. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be you, different. You, you, like, you wouldn't. Eh, you wouldn't been older bat an eyelid, would you? Because she doesn't look old enough no. to be the mum. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, also mention that they he so the the for better of a term Angie or Princess or whatever the hell she is, Governor's <laughs> daughter. She finds out that he's married because she didn't know that before. Now, right? She finds out. And she cool with it. She's, yeah. like, she's well, okay just, with it. I'll, I'll just be number one. Yeah. I'll be number one. She could be, one. Number she could be the This is like, a period in time where like, men can I'm have harems. This just reminds me of that Futurama episode. Yeah. Like, that, I can't wait to tell my seven wives. That's right, I'm a polygamist. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> this is like, uh, for me, watching this as a young kid, this was like wish fulfillment come true. <laughs> I was like, wow! <laughs> I can have more than one? Yeah, what? two wives? Want to stay with me? You show your wife. That's... <laughs> But his his actual wife is not down with that at all. No, no. she is she is she shitty. <laughs> She's shitty about the whole situation. She doesn't care about the country at all. No, she throws herself off the uh, top of the tower. Actually, off the tower where Jet had then jumps off to save her with a, a ribbon, and then the uh, the Angie girl decides, "Hey, if you're going to save her, you save me." So she jumps as well, and he manages to catch her. And then the mum goes, "Hey, I'm going to get in on this action," and jumps as well. He's like, "I've only got two hands." <laughs> And she falls to the floor and basically smashes. Yeah, all the way, all the way down. She's like, uh, "Ting, ting, grab me!" Yeah. And Ting, ting's like, "I can't." I'm not. <laughs> and then all the guys on the floor. She's like, "Grab me, you guys!" And they're like, "No, nah, you're too heavy." Away. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she, she face on the floor. Another physical comedy. Moment. Yeah, it's a Warner Brothers moment though. She doesn't die. She just <laughs> yeah. kind of like gets straight back up. Yeah. <laughs> Straight back She's up. She's shitty about it. She's very pouty about the whole situation. No, and then she kind of guilts Ting Ting into kind of letting Fong go. Yeah, she, she you know, kowtows. And yeah. Like, oh, let him do this for the country. Yeah. And, you know, Ting Ting's sad about it, but she's like, all right. So she goes and then so like, you know. Does he actually get married to her? Because they're wearing ma- yeah. marriage garments. Yeah, that's sort of gone over. It's sort of like a, and then they're in the, there's like a, almost like a montage yeah. Of, yeah. of Ting Ting and the mum being together and like, Talking about things and him drinking. Yeah, there are different because there's a musical. Yeah. No, there's a musical number. She's singing. Yeah, and like he's getting drunk on his wedding day, like his wedding night. Yeah, and then he acts like a jerk. He's like, "All right, come over here. Yeah, let's get this business done." Well, she's like uh, Angie's, like you know, I love you. That's the reason why I'm willing to give you this box. And uh, and then Jet just kind of flops on the bed. He's like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and she's like, "You know, why you got to be like that?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I'm you're buying. I'm selling. Come, come get it. <laughs> Literally, you're buying." Yeah. He just kind of flops on the bed, crotch exposed, like, "Come and get it." Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's one of my favorite Jet Li moments of all time. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be one of my new sex moves. Um, <laughs> we ever get another woman? <laughs> you're buying, I predict I'm the selling. same outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Getting your ass kicked, yeah. And so she goes, well, you love me on this box. So I guess I'll take the box and I'm out. Peace. Yeah, she drops like the box. Peace out. She drops the box and he's like, yeah, the box. I'm out of here. Completely God, oblivious. God, I can't stand you, lady. Idiot. Yeah, he doesn't, I don't think he ever reciprocates her love at any stage in this film. No, but at the end, they're still married. Yeah. And they're still like, she's... Yeah, no, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. So anyway, he, so they go outside and, and then the the mother and the the wife, the, the first wife actually uh, 
I, th- I think he goes outside to meet up with them. I think they were already there. Oh, okay. And then well, uh, she would be then able tr- to go. She's she's part like it's a wedding, right? Yeah, it's He's a wedding. The, she's the mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So they're walking out, and then they get surrounded by the governor and all of his men, and a cannon, and a cannon. <laughs> Funny gag where the mum jumps in to fight and go, oh, there's a cannon. <laughs> there's a fucking cannon. I'm, I'm not fighting that. I'm always very confused by. Like these things that happen in Chinese films, like their period pieces and stuff, he's like, "Oh my god, it's a cannon!" Yeah, but they know how things work. Like they've had cannons for a while, and it's like they had a fire-breathing dragon earlier. It's not like they don't know how. You know what I mean? They're like they're just standing there, going, Go "What do we do?" You mean they can't just step like two feet? To yeah, the left? like I just, I didn't understand. Cannons are not good to kill people close up. I, I mean, I they could put, you know, they could put like shot in it and shoot it in a. Like yeah, a, like a shotgun. Well, that but, that's then still, but then you actually want to be closer and then step to the side. You know quick. what makes less sense is the fact that she's able to do a U-turn in the middle of the air I, and yes, fly back. But, that, but that's, a, that's a move. She actually calls she out She calls it out. She's like... <laughs> shadow turn. <laughs> shadow move. Shadow U-turn. I don't actually think... I think it's literally like, quick turnaround or something she says. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. There's a lot of problems with the uh, subtitles in this film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of spelling errors. I did like the fact that they like they did ad-lib a little bit as well yeah. <laughs> with them. Basically saying, they're going, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not as bad as Samurai Pizza Cats, but you know it's, it's up there with it. All that was deliberately dubbed. Anyway, um, so so the governor's going to kill them, and then the second wife jumps in and says, "If you hurt them, I'll kill myself." Oh yeah, she's got a knife to her. She's own got throat. a knife to her own throat. Yeah. So he then lets them escape. He's so like, then, oh, go run away. Oh, I just, kill my daughter. I'm a reasonable okay. human being, and like I'm, like I'm no like Ivory House guy. Guys. <laughs> I just kick wanna... my son. Kick my son. <laughs> I want to take a moment just to mention that uh, Angie is really hot. <laughs> she, she is. Yeah. She's right. pretty hot. I... Not in this movie. What? what? Not in this movie. I'm sorry. Look, she's got a, a very like very lovely face, but there's not... Obviously, for this type of movie, it's very hard to... You know, it's only because... Are you saying of... she doesn't get naked enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, you know, like, she's got a nice face, but... To, to, you know, I know in this movie it's sort of like she's angelic and all things like that. But you know, my, when she when she basically dressed like a postman, <laughs> you know, you, you, uh, not, there's not too many that can make that look good. Just that she didn't get naked enough for you. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Didn't flash oh. enough. Hey, I need to see some ankle. All right, <laughs> you got to show that ankle. <laughs> yeah, Fonzie York three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, they're probably. um they're running away with the the sacred treasure box, and. Uh, they decide, hey, let's actually read what's in it. And, he, and at that point, he realizes, oh, shit, the boss is the brother of the emperor. We better um, be careful with this and get it back to him ace real quick. So they're all riding away in horses, and then all of a sudden, they're being uh, surrounded by men in black with uh, swords and stuff. Will Smith, Tommy Lee. Oh, wrong one. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, my yeah. bad. Different well, men Jet- in black. Jet Li realizes that the men in black are actually the gang. The like you he- gang, yeah. Yeah. The weird faction within the Red yeah. Flower yep. Society. I nearly said Red Lips. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Red Flower Society have become the Black Roses. But they they get away, right? Like Yeah, so they um they split up where Jet hands the actual package that's in the the um the actual note that's inside the box to his mum. He takes the box itself and goes one way, the mum goes the other way, and then the other wife uh goes the third way. Drawing the the men into thirds, effectively chasing after each of them on their fake horses. On their fake fake horses. horses. And uh, anyway, then we just. I must have been in the bathroom. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, 
So uh, and then Jet makes it all the way back to the, to um, headquarters with the the red box, and uh, he comes and says, "Ha ha! I've I've come back, Chief, and I've got the sacred box." And then you interrupts him, going, "Ha! Blah blah blah! You need to show it to us." And then he then Fong throws it into the fire and goes, "Ha! That's what you wanted to do, wasn't it? Destroy the evidence that you're an asshole and and goes through a list of charges at you." Um, Whereas trying to actually cover the fact that there was nothing in the box because he only had the empty box and the mum still has the the inside components. Oh, so one of the one of the deals was if mm. if like if he couldn't woo the woman and get the and box, get the box, he would lose his kung fu powers, his kung fu skill. Yeah, yeah. What that means is that he would willingly get his wrists and uh, Achilles all slashed so that he couldn't actually do any martial arts. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like the most painful. Like, oh, yeah. yeah man, why can't he just get the jinx palm? <laughs> Those guys weren't available. So of course, everyone of points out to him. Bell. You just destroyed the box before you actually showed anyone that anything was in the box. So how do we know that was a real box and not just a fake box? It's legit because it's a stupid. Hey man, idea. you were at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty I'm it. Not, but uh, so then well, he's got no proof that he actually had the real box. So then the chief has to actually. Well, Chan's, the, Chan's a bit like. He looks visibly upset that he destroyed yeah. the box, right? Well, you know why? He knew what was in there. This whole thing's a fucking plot. But Chan doesn't want people to see what's in the box. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but he still wants it for later on. But I think Chan kind of realized at the point that he knew, because he, he, he said a couple of lines that kind of talked about father and stuff. Yeah. I think it was a, the verbal nod to him that, I know what's in the box, and I'm not going to show other people the box. Yeah. So he knew it, but then by not showing what's in the box, Chan had to follow through on the taking the kung fu moves. That's why when he does, he, he lays on the floor and he slashes him, making it look like he actually takes away his kung fu skill. But then the next scene, they note that he expertly missed the exact points that he needed to yeah. cut to take away his skill deliberately, so he wasn't actually So Chan pumped. preserved Jet Li's kung fu yeah, ability. Exactly. Yeah. But he is out. He but he's but he's kind of on the outer of the society. Yeah. And uh so he's hiding out in in a house with the mother and the wife. He's uh, at Gambong's and, and place. And Gambong's place. Is it Gambong? Yeah, yeah, it must yeah be it's, Gambong's I think it's Gambong's place. place. Or a Gambong's lady's place. Ladies. Who gets fiance. introduced in like a second. <laughs> yeah, all all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, very late third act introduction. <laughs> yes. So he's laying on the bed and then use men all come and surround the house. And yeah. so they're like, "We quickly we've got to escape." And uh Jet goes, "Here, uh, you know, mum Let's let's go escape. And Mum's still got the um, the notes tucked into her waist. Yeah, and, and Gambon so gives them. Gambon uh, goes. I'm gonna you know go out and and fight for the first time in twenty years. And Gambon I'll, gives. I'll her, give you time to escape. Gambon gives her the um, the pressure point, the yeah, sacred the, text the, with all, like, all the yeah. instructions. Yeah, yeah. For the secret killer move. Yep. Just but, ignore my child screaming <laughs> in the background. He he wanted the he super, wanted to watch the movie. He, and he we knows said my no, pressure so, points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He so. wanted Oliver, and he just used it on him. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So Gambon goes back. Wait, uh, wait. He gets he gets his costume out. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, he, he, does, he, does. he gets dressed in a costume. That's right. He and has time to he's completely time to change attire. Yeah. Get a weapon out. Dust off. Yeah. And I will add. One of the better fight scenes in the movie. Well, okay, Actually, so, yeah. so Gambong is Corey Yoon, the director of the film. Yep. Is he the actual director? Or He's is the he director of this film. No, it says oh, director okay. on the thing. He's the director and the choreographer, and he is one of the like this Yoon School Academy yeah. students. He's good. He's good. Yeah, it's good. He's good. 
That's him yeah, fighting in the ignore, background right now. Ignore the screaming of the, the sugared up child in the background. Um, yeah, so anyway, he's having a big fight, uh, kicking a lot of people's butts and using the pressure point moves to stop them in their tracks before he, he actually doesn't really. Them. He's not killing a lot, though. He has a bladed weapon. He, yeah. he slices his, people after. Yeah. He's does slice, he actually yeah. slice them? Because I feel like he's yeah. hitting a lot of them with the, the flat. He does. Yeah, the flat, yeah. He was, yeah. He was being nice. And <laughs> mid-fight, whilst he's pressure pointing everyone, a chicken gets in the way and gets pressure pointed. Oh, he's just in a flurry. Raising the chicken mid-flap of its wings. He's in his, <laughs> berserk, he's in his berserker rage. He's just pressure pointing everybody. Pressure pointing everything. I've got to say, during that it's scene, hilarious. there must be people off screen throwing chickens around. He's like flying off and flying. I decided, this is what I was going to say earlier, I decided that he made, it wasn't a fisherman, he raised chickens. He raised chickens. All those eggs and those oh, chickens, they're, all, they're the all his. Yeah, they're all his. He looks badass. That's why they're wasting the eggs, because he's like, ha, oh, we'll get back at Gambong with eggs. He looks like the angel of death flying <laughs> around. Yeah, he fucks a lot of dudes up. Yeah. I'm the angel of death. The so time then he gets um, at hand. And then oh, the, the bad guys go, hey, we've got a bag of lime. So we'll his weakness. Lime in his his one weakness. His one weakness is being blinded. <laughs> blinded <laughs> with lime in the face. Uh, if That's not fun. If you've been uh, working out for lime in the coconut. <laughs> at this point, um, uh, Fong and, and, and the girls. He's good are, after he gets blinded. Yeah, yeah, he's just blurry. Yeah. yeah, but no. The, his big mistake was that he knew his vision was going, so he decides to go straight for the no boss. eyebrows. Yeah, and that that was his big mistake because no eyebrows is surrounded by like eight guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've they never come at like, it from the side. like they try and show that that guy, the bad guy, is like evil and also strong with his fight with Fong Sayak earlier. Yeah, but apart from that, like I never get the never get the impression that without like five henchmen, he's any good at anything. Mm. Well, he's never with without five henchmen. He's yeah. always with them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he's like, eh. Actually, to be honest with you, that fight you had with Funk Sayok at, at midnight is the only time I've ever seen him like pretty much by himself. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's true. Typical always hanging guy. with cronies. Get, he can do it by himself, but he can't get it done. He's got so, his so this, shoulders. So we we um we fade back to Fong and the girls riding away on the horse, and then there's a fourth girl all of a sudden who decides to introduce herself as the fiance of of Gangbong. The first time that we know this point that she's even there. <laughs> it's really so, just to make him seem just more... To, just to make like, like oh, we yeah. better go back and help him. So uh, so the mum decides she's going to go back and help him while you get Fong away from here. It would have been better if uh, Gambong just looked at a photo and said, gee, I really can't wait to see my fiancé soon. <laughs> 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 yeah. I had like a medallion right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, touch and, of death. Anyway, so the mum who's an awesome martial artist... Comes into the house and uh, beats up a couple of people, and then uh, Gambon gets thrown into the house, you know, beaten up uh, at her feet. So while she's laying there, people then come and attack her from the sides and uh, decide to run through the window to get go after Fong. She turns to go after them, but the bad guy, Noel Borales Yu, is there and he slashes the sword backwards to come and kill her, and Gambon jumps in the way. And is skewered by the sword. Very heroically. It's a very, very heroic. This, this, this piece, this era, this bit is a bit. Uh, super, it's a Superman dilemma. Because mm. his mum should not have had any problems with any of those people. Yeah, yeah that's right. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> earlier fight scenes have created her essentially that she's a monster. Yeah, that's right. And they've, they've raised her to the level that she's an awesome. You know, martial artists. It's like she went Super Saiyan and then that nah, got to go back to Saiyan. <laughs> didn't they <laughs> do, like, throw something in? Didn't they try to blind her as well, though? No. 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 Uh, it was just kind of like she was too too torn up about the fact that Gambong jumped in the sword way and let them 
capture her. Yeah, like she gets caught too. I don't really understand that. Yeah. Well, the script required her to be captured yeah. to give Jet Li uh, exactly. Yeah. So the man had to forget he had uh, laser eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's exactly. So I, I, I made I made the point of pointing out that um, she still had the the secret papers tucked in in her um, pocket that they didn't actually mention until. <laughs> yeah, the why part would she where, go? Why would she's she captured, go back with that? She's why got would... that, and she gets captured with that. The one thing that they didn't want you to see, and now you has it. And so he turns up at the uh, the Red Flower Society and uh, and proceeds to show the papers to the, the chief, saying, Ah, now we know you're really a Manchu, brother of the emperor. He goes, you better, I think you better step down and let me be the boss. Um, so because uh, he's there and, and everyone else is there and they all hear the news, so the chief has to basically concede and stand down because he well, can't be mentioned. No, eyebrows is... All, sorry, Scott, you go. No, I was going to say, also, aren't his, his men are like tied up with like knives to their necks? But yeah, oh, there's yeah, like there, three yeah, dudes. There's like, it's three apparently there's three loyal guys in the whole place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. The rest of them are like, hmm? all right, I'm going to get on board. No eyebrows use train, man. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. another character, I think. Yeah. yeah. This guy <laughs> wants me to know Ten Commandments. You gave me some drugs, you know. <laughs> Those Ten Commandments Sweet. were by your dad. He's like a really shit son. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> He's living by what his dad believed in. Yeah. Killing people and apparently making... Like, I don't... I, this is the thing that always bothers me about these things. Like, I can understand being upset or whatever. But they never tell me what that guy's plan is, except that maybe he's going to make him into proper bandits, which is not apparently what his dad wanted. He just wanted to be a leader, right? Yeah, he just wanted to be a chief. I just want to be the chief. Why? What are your plans? Yeah. What's your five-year plan, chief? <laughs> yeah, I want to be sitting on the chief. It, it's kind of like, it, this is how the, the thing you get from him. It's kind of like someone walks up to him and stabs him in the stomach, right? And then... Later on, there's a picture of him in the hospital with the guy who's standing next to me. They're both with a big smile and thumbs up. He's sitting in a hospital bed. You know that that type of thing is what this 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 chief is is portraying. Like I don't know what Chris is talking about. Oh, you're talking about? Yeah, uh, it just but, went sideways. The chief <laughs> the chief is like we don't know what he wants to do, right? We don't know what he wants to be. Um, Which one? The 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 shit one or the bad one? Not the bad one. The, 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 oh, the, the, yeah, we don't know what he wants. Like he could have gotten rid of that faction or something. We don't know. We don't know what he's after. We don't That's know kind of like he's kind of like the type of guy who you could walk up and stab him, and then you, when he's in the hospital, get a photo Forgive, of the guy. Forgiveness, because you're my brother. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so okay, yeah. then no eyebrows. You was in charge. He's got Fong's no mother. No elections, no nothing. Well, no. he's sitting on that chair. He's got a real badass laugh. Yeah. And he's like, ha-ha. A fan. You and know what? Fan. Fong's going to come for his mum. Let's string her up in the middle of this arena place. And uh, and he'll have to come for her then. So he strings her up, hang basically hanging from uh, a rope. Oh, they throw some the eggs at her. Throw, oh, yeah, they throw the they eggs They look like fresh eggs. Yeah, they're they really... Do. I can imagine Wong... Oh, actually, Wong's in the face King, a bit. But... I can imagine the director just having like going to town with just eggs and just pelting it with eggs. I was really hoping because this is a kind of a like the, there's the movie's funny, 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 real serious for about like ten minutes, funny then real serious again. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the mum would do like she would try and eat some of the eggs or something, you know, <laughs> like like do a Rocky thing yeah. or something. Like <laughs> so, we cut back to Fong in the cave where he's recuperating with the secret technique book. Conveniently next to him, and uh, and then the one of the palace guards, who's the one that handed the love letter to the Angie, turns up and tells Fong what's what's the download, what's happening, Mister Exposition. So uh, just to yeah proceed and and <laughs> move the plot ask, along. I'm going to ask another question because I may have missed it. Where did 
Where did Gambong's fiance go at this point? Uh, she left. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she, was, <laughs> she was there for like she was there and that was one it, yeah. brief second. <laughs> yeah, it was like no point to that. Yep. And then uh, basically, uh, Fong has to go save his mom, so he heads by himself to this uh, arena and uh, has a giant bag on the back. And uh, it's suddenly autumn with lots of autumn leaves blowing around. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Cherry blossom season or some shit. And uh, he comes to an alleyway and all of the black, um, all of the Red Flower Society dressed in black come through this alleyway going, ha, you can't come any further, ha. So Fong says, look, I don't want to hurt any of you. So I want you to leave. I want you to leave. Let me through. And I'm going to put on this blindfold. And then he unfurls the bag, and it's full of uh, samurai swords. <laughs> I'm just going to come through, and I don't want to hurt my brother, so I'm just going to be blindfolded, so it's your own fault <laughs> if you don't get out of my way. I'm going to come through swinging my arms. <laughs> and then <laughs> if you get hit, it's your own fault. I thought that was a nice touch. Like, you know, we've, I know you guys from the past. There's a couple of you going to try me, but, you know, I know get you're out. all good. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. And then he proceeds to... Essentially, go down Beat this all their laneway, butts. just slaughtering people. Yeah, slaughtering people with his blades or whatever. Now, Jet Li, samurai swords. Yeah, Jet Li. I don't know. I don't think he knows how to handle an actual well, blade. Okay, there was apparently samurais earlier in this film, and they didn't know how to handle the samurai swords either. <laughs> they, know. they would, they just use them like, like props. Like props. I'll, I'll add. The first time I saw this movie, I don't recall noticing that the blades bend and break as often oh, they as do. they did. They do. In they this, wobble. A, but, they wobble yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, uh, not not as great the second time. Well, Jet Li's well, known for being very good with, like, ton for sticks and night sticks and whatnot. So, he uses these blades like... Yeah, sticks. N- like mm. sticks. Yep. And makes his way through all of the people in black until the point where he knocks... Some of them run away. ...last Vu, and they go, hey, we're not going to go with this. Let's just run away. So, they all leave. They enter the... He enters what can only be described as an arena. The arena. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of, like... Like I guess second level bully boys, like you know thugs, yeah, crew, thugs. All, all all on Stacked top of these. Stacked up the like, benches, yeah, a bunch of benches, with his mum hanging by a noose at the top. Yeah, and he's ki- generally ki- he kicks one out, so she's got to sort of swing herself around to balance it back out, mm. or else gonna... she'll get hanged. So of course we've got the mountain of of the um the the benches all set up to precariously, and he has to fight his way. Across all the benches, knocking people out and smashing the benches and throwing another bench midair to like, keep yeah, the keep, keep the pile going from ha- not hanging. hanging. Essentially, it's uh, it's Six actually a pretty good up. scene, but it, at the same time, it, at some point, I'm just like, eh, yeah. come on, let's just uh, yeah. it draws out a bit too long. Yeah, and a little bit unrealistic when he's falling and and throws about twenty different benches underneath her, at which point you go, where did he grab all those? He kicks them. The As he's falling, he's kicking chairs that are falling next to him up. Yeah. What, what I really find funny is like, Over that he'll kick 15 one second. <laughs> and he'll have Interval. so much power that it'll bounce her back up. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of the stuff he does in this, he's like a Superman. He does yeah, some yeah. amazing stuff. But it doesn't look right. Like, it doesn't look like it has yeah. any power. Like, a lot of it looks too floaty. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, he's beaten all the bad guys except for no, no eyebrows, you. And, uh, and then it's just the two of them facing off while the mother's still hanging. Yeah, and Jet Li is obviously very handicapped by the fact that his mother is there and he has to keep her elevated. Yeah. And so, the, like, so he. 
he cap- captures her. At different like the points, bad... he's holding her on on his uh, holding her up on his shoulders. It looks with like the she's going to rip stuff. her throat out or something. It like looks yeah. like the Lex Luger rack. Yeah. If anyone's in it wrestling, uh, you know, he's got her on his back and he's like, arr, 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 like Lex Luger would do yeah, it. And so he keeps calling uh, Fong Sayak up and just like bitch slapping him and kicking the shit out of him, and he's falling back down. He's like, "Come back up again." Yeah. And then at some like, at some point, he knocks you away. And oh, that's when his mum headbutts him. Yeah, and and then he goes and grabs the rope that's actually hanging her up, and then instead of actually letting her down to the floor, he actually wraps it around his waist. Yeah. yeah. And and then they proceed to have a, a bit of a, a twin-style attack on, on yeah. you. This is the contra the moment. Yeah, the mum yeah. flying and kicking, or flying and punching and headbutting yeah. whilst he's kicking him on the... On the other half of the synchronicity, the rope as they syn- yeah. synchronize their beat down. Yeah, and and you know it was going to happen. It's a good beat down. Mm. There's a great gag that they uh, uses the special magic pressure point. Yeah. Th- well, the gag before they use the the pressure point is they do a no shadow punch, which is yeah. from the first film, yeah. where the two of them are punching uh, you so fast that he has to deflect all of their attacks, and they do it so long they actually stop, and then he keeps going, <laughs> and they wait for him to stop, Realize and then that's that they when stopped. they kick him. Yeah. Is that there. is that the first time in cinema history that that has occurred? No, no. no what? Why? Hey Mo, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, wise guy, eh? Well, they did that multiple times in Fong at one. Yeah. Also, they say, "Why are the villains always so dumb?" Or something. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a oh, meta joke there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so this, Mike, I didn't notice, but in this ep- this edition, because I saw it a long time ago, I don't remember there being a long beatdown after. Jet Li does, a, does the death because in in the sh- the episode of the the one that I watched he does the pressure point punches him and then he flies into the uh, yeah. the chair whereas in this one he does the pressure point and proceeds to continue beating the shit out whilst of him. quite quoting the Ten Commandments yeah while tw- yeah and he's just like punch up it's like a Donnie Yen gone crazy episode <laughs> yeah, of like it was, Ip Man it was pretty brutal. Mm. I appreciate it. I was actually expecting at the end of it that it was going to explode like Fist of the North. <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt like that was what's going to happen because that's what the pressure point did or something. Yeah. It, was, it felt very Fist of the North. Sorry, like, <laughs> yeah. And his blood just spurt out of his neck or something. Kept going and going. No, but my blood does come out of his mouth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, later. later like, as he's sitting on the chair. Yeah. So that was. I, I did like right at the end um, as he's slumped in the chair and they start walking away. And the chair just collapses under him. <laughs> he just falls. <laughs> yeah, king of nothing. Oh, and and at some point, I think the Manchus come and they save the, the, oh, they go to the cave. Yeah, imprisoned yeah. Chen, like the leader. The, the, and yeah. I was thinking to myself, all right, so Fong Sayak's not a hero of the people. He's a hero of the Manchus. Yeah. Because <laughs> essentially they save the Manchu priest, kill the Red Flower Society. In, in the historical books, if that had happened, he would be considered like... <laughs> He's pretty much single-handedly responsible for destroying the Red Flower Society. The rebellion, the, yeah. essentially the rebellion, and yeah. the Manchus defeated the rebellion. Yeah, and brought brought back their prince who was being like kept as a. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, Jet Li, Feng Yok, last hero of China. <laughs> Manchu uh, time. And uh, with that, we come pretty much. Uh, they ride the off into the end. sunset. They ride well, off. With with pointing out that he now has two wives. Straight after, after. him murdering no eyebrows, you, his wives show up. And his mother, and then there's like a slapstick gag where she lay, she lands on his two wives, and he's just he's just freshly murdered a guy who's just lying there dead, and it's all happy hour now. He says, "Ah, giggles, shits and giggles." I thought right at the very end, um, I I could be wrong, but uh, the widow of um, Bangkok, <laughs> Bangkok, yeah, <laughs> the the brother, yeah, yeah, she appears with them. 
Does she? I think sure. I think she was in the writing scene at the end. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then okay. um, there's a bit of the gag at the end is like Fong Sok is taken off and they're all changing. Like it's a bit of a go, you guys. <laughs> kind of gag. Who's gonna go with him? I love that they're the, all chased out. He's like, I didn't know. You know. The two girls are like they're they're now friends and they're friendly with each other because because uh, Angie's made a big sacrifice in you know basically disowning her family and leaving to be with him. So now they're they're both okay with boning him together, I guess. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. They're arguing over who's number like, one. The Manchus have rescued Chen now, right? Yes. Okay. He's going to be reunited with them anyway. Yes. Right? He's not going to be leading the rebellion anymore. No. They are essentially with what, at the beginning of the movie, would be considered the bad guys, the Manchus. Yes. Right? So why can't she just go home now? Because she like totally messed her father's shit. I, didn't, I think that dad would be cool. I think he'd be like, ah, ah you dumb... Oh, but you saved the prince, so it's you all good. You heads. Yeah, you yeah. saved the goddamn prince. Well, maybe she could. Maybe she decides that she wants to be with Feng Siyok because he's so amazing. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, but at he, the same he time... Needs, he needs the two wives, yeah. Yeah, and there's that good scene where like the mum just has a whole bunch of bracelets she gives out because in the world... Oh, that's right, yeah, ...come yeah. with a gift. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why they're angry at him, yeah. <laughs> like an Italian nana. You've got to have a bracelet. And then she likes gifts. The two wives are talking about how they got this incredibly rare family heirloom. And they both show each other. It's the same bracelet. And then the wife, the mum pulls out the, the giant... It's just a rack of them. Giant <laughs> rack of them. Another Simpsons reference for Christian there where Marge pulls out the... the pearls. The pearls. <laughs> oh, they're a family heirloom. Or, or the um, the picture of the boat. In the yeah. cupboard, you've got like 17 <laughs> pictures of it. Uh, so that's pretty much the end of that film. Yeah. What, so what do you think, Scott, having never seen that film? <laughs> Have you not seen it before? I've not seen any of them before, no. Really? Oh, I guess it was just me, Christian, and Michael that used to watch all these movies. I think I might, I might have seen bits of it, but right. I don't remember sitting down and watching it. Um, I thought it was shot kind of poorly in some Yeah, it was. Some <laughs> yeah. But, um, you can barely see, like going back to the beginning... Um, the night that, that night fight. scene fight with the dragon is yeah. awful. Low light like, conditions. It looks, like the fight looks like it's good, but you can barely yeah. see it. Yeah. Poor cinematography. The version we had, I'm th- pretty sure, was dubbed in from Mandarin to Cantonese. There's a, a couple of versions. Like apparently, I was looking online. There's like there's three or four different versions. Like the one you watched, Sam, might have been different to the one we watched. Yeah. Uh, the story was interesting. Some of the fight scenes are incredible. Some of it shot pretty poorly, but um, it was entertaining. Thumbs yeah, up. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> Thumbs up. Good, good action, bad movie. Not, good not action, like, I hate this movie, movie, but it, eh. I, I thought Future Cops was easier to follow than this movie. Like I was like lost at a couple of points. Like what? Yeah, and the, I don't think that's because it was the second one either. I just the small the small picture stuff is easy to follow. Boy gets into trouble with girl trouble. Essentially, boy yeah. boy has ego, fights a lot, has girl trouble. The end. Like he, I don't like, know any of the big picture stuff. Like, like he, all I, the big picture stuff makes no sense. I no, said earlier no. He, he's portrayed as a bit of a goofball, but all of a sudden he's like the best and the greatest fighter. I was like, oh, okay, sure, why not? You're the best around. Uh, okay, good movie. Yeah, hang on. Good action. Poor, not poor, but you know, average movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right. I, I want to watch the first one now. I, um, <laughs> I, I got what I took away from this was um, it, it was I'm not a big Jet Li fan, um, mainly because when I first started watching these back in high school, I, I was I got into Jackie Chan first, and I liked how he like although he used wires, it never looked over the top. Mm. Mm. Um, even when he did Drunken Master and stuff like that, it wasn't 
it wasn't over the over the top. Like the old, I know that you're not least, a fan of the waifu stuff. Yeah, like it, I know I, I can appreciate it now. That I'm a little bit older, but back then it just looked. Oh, this is terrible. And 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 um, Jackie Chan was doing the the real stuff, jumping through doorways and, and things like that. So, and I really I thought that was awesome. So and. Every character that Jet Li played was all to me was the same. It was this dead set serious, like mm. you know? It was just good to see, even though it had some wire stuff in it, which it, it actually looked okay. But him having a laugh, him having a smile, him having to be like you know, like the best way. If anyone said to me, "How could you sum up Jet Li?" I would just tell them to watch Lethal Weapon Five and go, <laughs> "In Hong Kong, you would already be dead." And that's it. That's you know, there's no change in motion. No, he's, he's just got this stone faced look. You know. And that's how Jet Li, was, I looked at Jet Li for the longest time. After seeing this, it was actually really, really good to see him having a laugh and having some actual, like, um, Personality? Yeah, yeah. Pers- but, yeah. Can I also mention that I was laughing at points in this movie, not like it was funny haha, but like the, the copy we're watching is <laughs> the sound effects. It's so funny because it's like so many punches and, you know, when someone makes a... I think I'm Michael's- making a Michael's sound system might also have something to yes. do with that. Jesus Christ. You know when someone makes all, a joke? It's a wall of speakers. When someone makes a joke and goes, oh, you're watching that Kung Fu me? It was, but it was literally I, like that. I suppose the point um, with that, though, is is when it is 5.1 surround and it picks the individual sounds out and, and focuses them a bit more. But still, there was a lot of, I mean, even a lot of those things were way out of, of sequence. Out yeah, of the, they were. Like, the, um there was the no. There didn't soundtrack. actually seem to be any synchronicity between the the sound and then the hit. Yeah, it was mixed hits. weirdly. Mm. Like, yeah, I like, you know it's a weird thing to focus on, but I think it was. Mixed. I really appreciated your enjoyment, Scott. Every time you like big action scene, you'd be laughing away. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still well. my favorite bit is is it was still the um, the, the getting of the chicken with the, the, the pressure point mid flat. It's just sitting there. It's just so funny. What about you, Mike? Did you like the movie? Yeah, I, I think I agree with Scott there. The actions is is pretty good throughout. It's fairly consistent throughout the whole film as well. So the action itself is good. Plot a little bit convoluted in points. Comedy was nice to be thrown in there. It gives a little bit of break up. It did feel a bit long in different scenes. It was it only went for like a ninety ninety five minutes? Yeah, it wasn't that long overall. It felt long though. But it felt long and just dragged a bit, uh, and mostly around the the love triangle bits. I yeah. Think. That's where it dragged a little bit for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think I hit during this watching this I hit my peak. Like, do we have to have another like set piece fight? Can't we just have a proper fight? Yeah. Like, can't we just throw down? Do we need a bunch of stools? Do we need a big ladder thing where you've got to fight people on the top of a building? Yeah. Do we need to run across a dragon? Can we just like? Can we just? Beat the shit out of someone. I think like, that's why Gambong's fight was so good and yeah, refreshing. Yeah, because every single one of Jet Li's fight scenes in that movie involves some kind of set. Yeah. It involves those twisting boards. Even this one-on-one fight with the bad guy, it involves twisting on those boards. Yeah. It mm-hmm. involves the tiles flying everywhere. Um, it was the it was one of the few I'm like, oh, like I don't know if I could... I don't want to really watch another set piece. I mm. agree. Like, I can't, can't figure out what's going on. I just want to see them beat the shit out of each other. I agree, but it's some of that's impressive. Though. Yeah, I know, but you don't put three of them in a movie. You put one of them in a movie. I think th- this movie is one of my favorites. I really enjoy watching because it's lighter. It's you know Jet Li. I, I I agree with you, Christian. I think he's very dour all the time. I don't necessarily like watching films like his supporting characters are more interesting. I think than he is. Yeah, a lot of in the a time. lot of his movies. Yeah. yeah, but in this one, he's actually interesting, and there are lots of moments in this film where it's like. 
yeah, that's so cool. You know, like Jet Li is so cool. He's got all the chicks. He knows all the moves. He knows how to do all this cool stuff. I know this he's in sort Kung of Fu top... Cult Master. Sorry? This in Kung Fu Cult Master. This, yeah. He's not, he's not playing a cool guy in Kung Fu Cult Master no. until the end. But in that movie, he's having fun. You can tell he's having fun. He is. But he doesn't get as many chicks in that as he does in this. How many chicks does he get in that? In that? Oh, maybe he gets two. He get, I think he might get yeah. more. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, it, it, I know it's hard also because he, he is typecast in that. Yeah, and he's well known for it, and he yeah. probably made a lot, a lot of money over there for that. In that yeah, way, you know? yeah. So I mean, it is very hard to it's you probably, know. as you're saying, typecast the roles that get, even get handed to him are sort of that sort of we want, we want one to, after another after another the same kind of role. We want you to play the same dude again, yeah. this time wear a chicken suit, and you get to make out with these two hot chicks. <laughs> yeah. Except he doesn't really. He doesn't make out with anyway. Can I just throw in there? At the very end, where they're doing the big punching scene, and you said he should have exploded. I thought if he exploded into a bunch of chickens, that would have been a funny, <laughs> funny payoff gag. Yeah. Or the, the chicken that got frozen come back and pecked him in the face or something. Eggs. Yeah. I would have laughed at that. I eat you. Oh, vindication. Yeah, so we, we're, it was a pretty good movie. I think it's a great film. I'll tell you what I really wanted to do after watching this film. Let's fight people? Was, no, grab a hot chick, strap it to my back, and then float in the air with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Romantic, yeah. <laughs> All right. Apparently. So I think that's pretty much it. Would you? Would I don't know. Uh, we'll I just uh, before we guys go, I just got to say this has got nothing to do with um, Jet Li movies and that. But um, I've just recently picked up the DVD for the new um, uh, Ghost in the Shell movie with Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. Have any of you guys seen that? Yes. No, yeah. I haven't seen it. No. I thought like I was a little bit wary of this because Hollywood has they do a version they don't generally follow the source material. And I don't remember, like, I remember scenes from Ghost in the Shell. I don't actually remember the plot. You know, I know it's about AI, and, you know, what's what's human, are you human, blah, blah, blah. But all I really remember is, isn't there a, like a cool, like, walking tank early in that movie that shoots the hell out of a bunch of stuff and then she goes invisible and falls off a roof? Like, isn't that what happens in that movie? The tank's mm-hmm. late in the movie, but is she it, goes yeah. invisible early in the movie, yes. yes. So I, I agree with you, like, I, uh, sorry, Nathan, I, I remember bits of that movie, but Like, there's some, the anime, there's some yeah. really good, iconogra- like, very yeah. iconic sh- bits in that film. But I cannot remember the plot. So what happens? Well, this one is... Um, I was a little bit nervous about it because they've... If you... What I did was on the DVD, they got extras and they got two things. So one was um, they've openly admitted that they've amalgamated characters. Mm. So in the original Ghost of the Shell and uh, the movie, not the series, it's about the movie, they have the puppet master, they have this other guy and uh, another guy. And they've, they've done the amalgamated... The, the protagonist in this is an amalgamation of all three of those guys. Okay. No, no. The antagonist. Sorry, the antagonist is amalgamation of three. If you're going to use protagonist and antagonist, just say good guy, bad guy. <laughs> My... I'm trying to be fancy. But <laughs> you're trying to be fancy. I actually like. <laughs> the thing about this movie is it, it takes parts from Ghost in the Shell, and I think it's really well done. Um, Scarlett Johansson's performance is good, and the guy who, pl- um, who plays the, the main bad guy is. No, sorry. Is the uh, it plays Kusi, who is the, the the AI evil AI in this, is really really well done. Really good performances by that. But they also in this one they've made up people for this squad. That um, section nine has this squad of people. They've made up people and given. Them, if you watch the extras, they give them all this backstory, and it only really touches on it in the movie for like brief brief seconds. It doesn't even become a a part of it. So, but apart from that. I really recommend you have a look at this. Um, not and, and the best parts of this movie are not all the, the fancy CG and all the stuff like that. It's actually when 
two people are in a room talking, and that's when you know it's a good movie when you've just got all this stuff going on, and the, your focus is still on two people in a See, dark room. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. I, having seen the movie as well, um, I whilst I, I consider it a, a passable movie, I don't consider it as as a great movie overall. I thought the the plot itself was contrived. The bits where they've cut from the anime, and I do remember the anime a bit more than than these guys do. The the way they've cut the scene and interplayed it isn't as good as the way the anime delves into the AI side of it uh, overall. I I just thought it was a bit lacking, and I don't I didn't have a problem with Scarlett Johansson in, in the movie. I thought yeah she was serviceable in in the part. Obviously people upset you know that they did the non-asian um thing but the, the idea is the girl the the girl that she was was asian anyway and it couldn't be put into any robotic body so it doesn't have to look asian which is fair enough i suppose um but overall the the plot itself was just a little bit contrived throughout the way that they cut I'd it i'd be up. really interested in what you guys thought of it I i'm enjoy- planning on watching it mm. but i want to i want to wait for the 3d version to drop I, um, price. I I, I really <laughs> recommend this because, like, again, I was a little bit skeptical because Hollywood has this bad habit of, of deviating from the source material, which they have done in this movie, but I liked it. What were you well, I reckon with? we should do a uh, Ghost in the Shell podcast, perhaps, at some point. If we do get it, this one's going a bit long. If we do do that, I want to do it as we'll watch the anime and the movie. Yeah, all right, a comparison one. Does, it, comparison does it count one. as an Asian film? Does Beat, Tuke- is Beat Takeshi enough He's to Asian make enough. an Asian film? He's Asian enough. But yes, no, the Fong Seo podcast, we got a little mini review of Ghost in the Shell in there. This is a little I, I just wanted to give Is everybody happy that they some random movies. You, you can cut that <laughs> off at the end, Scott. Remember, we've got, to, we've, got to choose the, we've got to choose the thing we like to, we would want to take out of the film and I would like to be able to stop people from moving. Yeah, okay. You want to do acupuncture pressure points? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to eat the watermelon. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, I wish Eat the I watermelon that. like that but come up clean. It's yeah. pretty impressive. All right. Well, I already chose mine. I'm flying in the air with Chick. <laughs> Chris, Mike. Oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> happen in this film. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I don't want to be totally oblivious. Like, <laughs> all these women around me. What are these women doing? I, I'm going to go walking down an alley, blindfolded with a bunch of katanas. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty too. badass. Pretty badass. Pretty badass. All right. Anyway, thanks all right. very much, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everyone. That's a wrap. Cheers. Bye.